You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program, episode 2707, 2707. It's like 227, but nothing like it at all. So it is, it's got a few of the same numbers, and then you throw a zero in there, and that's Garen, of course. And then we've got uh, a lot going on here today. Garen gets unfairly smashed. Seconds into the show, not even one minute in, and Garen gets kicked in the balls. Jimmy, is it safe to say that 227 is the place to be with Marla Gibbs and her family? I can only trust you on those words. <laughs> that was a promo that they ran on NBC. So much so that I remember it 37 years later. Um, I have friends that love that program, the 227. They I watched it religiously. Yeah. Is that right? I, didn't, I have not seen This is 100% true. I have not seen one second of it. It's got the great Regina King, the Emmy Award-winning Regina King. I did not oh, know Mary. that my girlfriend Regina King was on there. Yeah, not, she was. Uh, the, she was the daughter. She was Marla Gibbs's daughter. Oh boy, she. Had a, I guess she directed some movie coming out with our friend. Uh, uh, I want to say Lamont Cranston, but that ain't the right name. That is the shadow. Uh, who's the fella that played he Burr in Hamilton? <laughs> Leslie, Leslie Odom, Odom. there we go thank you yeah uh it's a movie with Leslie Odom that I believe that Regina King uh directed hmm. that looks fantastic I'm suddenly panicking that she did win an Emmy right she must have I believe she just won the Emmy yeah for uh oh, Watchmen? She, that's right but I think uh, did she maybe she might have even won one before that I just feel like she's always nominated over the last five years or so she's just she's great in everything uh she's been in a lot of really good shows and tv movies and miniseries and stuff so you know what she, she was won rated? four emmys she has four emmys for what garen did she get one for oh. southland that's what to me she was never better than she was on southland no she got one for Watchmen. that was just Deserved. just this year yeah love it and then she got one for something called seven seconds oh yeah that she was great in that that was like a, two. Was that an hbo thing or something i think so yeah yeah it's a limited series then she got two for american crime and she was great in that. She's always great. Yeah. She's yeah. always great. And as I've said, every time her name comes up, I did that, uh, the music video awards or whatever. And uh, she was a presenter and just was a person, just was a person, did not have any star attitude like some of the other folks there did who were lesser stars than she. Mm. And uh, she just was laughing and having fun and enjoyable. Then I ran into her once going in and out of uh, Kevin and Bean. And she was, again, very friendly and smiley faced it was it was great pulled up in her jeep had a jeep <laughs> with the yeah. with the top down you know what i mean like like literally yeah. a, like a uh, the malibu marby marby malibu marby balibu marby balibu balibounce your mouth just turned into malibu marbles <laughs> oh my god jesus christ i'm like that dumb zero garen with my marble mouth today. Uh, unfair garen uh anyway she uh, had one of those jeeps and she's very nice that's the whole point um yeah, two, now, now, 227, just real quick. I, I, I was a kid, the age I was, I would I just watched Saturday night NBC, whatever they put on in those uh, two hours, because it was always four sitcoms. 
So it was like Golden Girls, Amen, 227, and like uh, Empty Nest or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then sometimes it was Nurses was in the mix, I think. It, all the spinoffs of Golden Girls, right? Like they all, there was like, I think there were two or three shows that came out of the universe of Golden Girls. But then 227 was in there. Amen was probably in there at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched them all. They, was 227 itself Night a spinoff? Was, what? Was 227 <laughs> itself a spinoff? <laughs> So uh, so angry unnecessarily. I do not. I don't think it was a spinoff. No. No. Did it have a spinoff? Yeah. Two two eight. <laughs> that's next door. That, that's, it's, that's across the street. Uh, I get it. <laughs> it does seem like Jack A would have had a spinoff, but I don't know if she did. It doesn't seem like there's a spinoff. Oh. Kind of seems like Jack A's post two two seven career is all a spinoff. It all seems like she's still doing that character no matter yeah. where she's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What uh, I was going to say is it's interesting before Elliot decided to be part of the conversation. Um, he did nothing wrong is my point. Um, and I yelled uh, for humor. Um, was uh, It's funny to think that even as late as you being a kid, that Saturday night was considered decent television night. Yeah. Like, and, then it, and then they just bailed on that at they some did. point. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but for me growing up, you know, it was the combo of Love Boat Fantasy Island. And I want to even say Sonny and Cher at some point were part of that, probably prior to them, or maybe conflict, maybe, maybe, maybe opposite. Maybe they were on CBS and the others were on ABC. I have no idea what these things are. I'm sure some TV nerd knows all of this, but I am not that guy. I think those were ABC, right? Well, those two were, I want to say, but yeah. I can't remember if Sonny and Cher was, or were they yeah, I don't know. CBS and were they going up against Fantasy Island? Or I just remember that it was on on Saturday nights, mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher. That's, but that's maybe fascinating. That was pre- Love Boat Fantasy Island combo? Who knows? I, I can't remember mostly, you know, unless unless it's like must-see Thursdays, and so therefore that reminds me. I couldn't tell you, like, I watched Battlestar Galactica. No idea what night of the week was on. Couldn't well, tell I you. only know these, uh, the Love Boat Fantasy Island because, like, it would be a, um, my mom and stepdad would go bowling on Saturdays night, mm-hmm. Saturday nights, and so we would watch kind of, uh, while they were getting ready, we'd be watching Love Boat, and then my babysitter would show up and we'd watch Fantasy Island. We had a babysitter because my brother was younger than me and uh, was not comfortable with me being the man of the house. And he <laughs> may have been right. <laughs> but we did, I will say this, we had a babysitter way too late in my life. Way too... How old were you, 18? Uh, I'm going to say 18, 19 years old, right in that area, yeah. Uh, I think even in eighth grade I had one because my brother was in sixth grade. Now your son is in eighth grade now. Would you yes. leave him home alone for four hours? On a Saturday night? No, I would not. Yeah, I, I don't think that's that crazy. But I think th- given how given how different things were back then, I'm sure it seemed crazy then. It seemed like, I mean, I know I was mocked a lot for, oh, you still, you still have a babysitter? I'm like, yeah, but I'm out at 10 o'clock on a Saturday. So it's, yeah. it's working out fine, guys. Everything's fine. <laughs> fine. You know, because uh, we would, you know, she would want her boyfriend to come over. So she was very lax with... Uh, uh, her name was Kelly Casey. That was her name. And she may or may not be six feet tall. She was a very tall uh, uh, young lady. And I imagine I was a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelly Casey was her name. And my uh, one of my stepbrothers had a huge crush on her. I don't know if they ever made out or anything. I don't know if anything ever happened. They were the same age. Oh. And uh, there's an opportunity. There's a chance maybe they did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Uh, by the way, Elliot, just to if you if this might make you feel a little better, I, I have no idea if I'm right about those shows being on Saturday night. <laughs> that's, that's just that's my recollection of it. I, I'm 99 percent sure that I'm right about Golden Girls and Empty Nest. But two two seven could have been on Tuesdays. I don't know. It, it, it's hard. I, I think you're right, Matt. I and shows moved around sometimes, too. That's true. They do shuffle them around. Don't they, Elliot? I think you're right, Matt, because I think when those shows were on, I was doing standing up comedy. So mm-hmm. I would never have seen a show on Saturday nights. Yeah. Mm. Uh, unless I taped it, of course. You know I taped all those programs. Of course. Which is why I would watch Designing Women and uh, whatever that was buckled up with. What was it? Designing Women and what? There was two things back to back on uh, Monday nights. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was my night off. Huh. And I would watch. Oh, uh, Northern Exposure. Right. Which okay. was, I believe, uh, over overrated. Probably. But it probably is just as good or bad now, I would think. <laughs> yeah. It's more like the overexposure. Hey. Over, that's what I, you know what, Garen? That's what I meant to say, and I fucked it up. <laughs> I fucked up my own joke. Uh, what was the sitcom that was paired with uh, Designing Women? It was another... I don't remember. Those, I never watched uh, that. Men getting mad that women have uh, their own opinions. I didn't watch oh, that lady I, I, shit. Murphy Brown. Jimmy, Uh-oh. I didn't watch that lady yeah. shit. I watched Golden Girls. <laughs> um, uh, speak, speaking of, uh, of uh, shoulder pads... Um, <laughs> Did you watch this weekend's this week's uh, episode of The Vow? Uh, no, I'm oh, only. Uh, we are 20 minutes in. Uh, oh. Danielle uh, ruined our evening and fell asleep. <laughs> I actually well, forgot about it um, because I was catching up on the the SNL uh, thing that happened. Oh, <laughs> what I, are you I, talking I, about? We, we we almost watched it a second time. We enjoyed it so much. <sighs> Just once again proving that Chris Rock was never good on Saturday Night Live. He he somehow in. 20 years 25 years still has not learned how to read a cue card which is weird because his job basically other than stand-up which he's a genius at but he's done many many tv hosting gigs and uh award show type things he still can't read a fucking cue card and that's the only thing you have to know how to do on snl as the host and you know what's funny matt to your point like he he's so uber famous now like he's uh, that, and he's still not comfortable yeah. doing sketch work. Like yeah. he still isn't like, well, here we go. I'm just going to have some fun and do this. He looks like a guy. It's week one. And, and hey, you just got cast in Saturday Live. Holy, I hope I don't shit my pants. Yeah. That's how he looks <laughs> right. every time he's in a sketch. Like how about just commit to memorizing one of the sketches? Like one, one of, just the lines from one so that just with at least for one sketch, you don't look like a robot who's in a sixth grade p- play. Like this is that possible? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> too much too much headroom for me uh Elliot, i'm moving it down all right that's fine there we go more comfortable uh and i think i have to because i know uh, uh uh oliver and danielle are in the other room i believe the opening cold open is still playing i think is that it accurate? is yeah i think it's still going they decided this should be twice as long as the actual debate that would make it funny wow yeah, yeah, that was uh, that 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 show was rough sledding. I, although I did, admittedly, the, the the name thing always makes me laugh. It is, I laugh it, like a. It, it's like I, I, I when it started, I was like, are they really fucking doing this again? And then I was like, God damn it, I got to give it up for some of that writing. It was. Do you know why? Because uh, to me, that young lady, Ego, uh, 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 is that how you say her? That can't be right. It's not ego. I don't know what uh, you're talking about. How do you say oh. her name? Ego sounds like that uh, waffle <laughs> uh, that people don't want to don't want you touching. Um, <laughs> let go of Ego, it whatever her name is but with the uh edith puthy <laughs> yeah uh, she did that in such an uh, in that in that uppity old black woman way it was so perfect yeah uh yeah the uh, cast is still great and and the writing can be good uh and it just 
I think they're so caught up in being the sketch show of record that it, like that is so antithetical to comedy to be like, we're going to do the thing 100% of the audience knows we're going to do right now. Here it is, the debate sketch. It's like, really? You can't break from that or at least come up with a different angle on it than just what you always do, which is trot out a couple of impressions that aren't good and and then just kind of hit the same beats for, for like, literally 13 minutes i think well i i I believe you know alec baldwin's trump has been hitting the same beat and i'm there's no s on that word (laughs) the same beat for three years four years five years he uh i did laugh at uh chris rock's uh monologue where he said that anderson cooper's uh, playing a blowing a kazoo (laughs) (laughs) but he's comparing him to sean hannity sean hannity's telling you the world's ending we gotta figure it out we gotta vote republican and anderson cooper's up on a scaffold blowing a kazoo i'm paraphrasing that but yeah the the use of kazoo was that's why chris rock is his stand-up is just gorgeous Mm -hmm. Uh, although he did have one premise that was just a false premise that didn't go anywhere and it was like wow even the premise didn't work and your jokes in the false premise didn't work was it the thing about comparing i think it was comparing trump to a a female boxer or something yes that was it fuck did that even mean i I still don't understand what the like if if you take it at face value it's just like a a sort of standard very sexist joke of like because the punchline was like uh but she's hitting women that was it and it's like so you're saying like fighting a woman is inherently not impressive because they're just women. They're not like, they can't be good at boxing or so that's the like sort of most obvious reading of it, which is what Elise was saying. And she was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, does he mean that it's wrong to hit a woman? And so like, that's the analogy is that, Oh wow. Because he's doing deliver it like that, but yeah, but you're still hitting a woman. You're like, yeah, like, like, which is, which is, we all agree morally wrong. But to me, again, it doesn't work because within the world of boxing, a woman hitting a woman, that's, that's just part of point. the sport. Yeah, that's yeah. the sport. So it doesn't, the analogy falls apart. So you're either being sexist or kind of missing the and mark. Even, even so, that not that a little sexist too? Because, I mean, obviously yeah. we've been taught you don't hit a woman. And certainly if you have a friend and she's a woman, you don't hit her. But to be fair, you shouldn't hit a man either under those I was going to say, can we go one further and say maybe you shouldn't hit anybody? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless you're... Yeah. Unless you're in that ring, man. You get in that ring. And even that uh, seems weird in 2020. Yeah, that was one of those jokes that you could see him like trying out at a club and then it's like, okay, I won't use that one. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know uh, why any crowd would be like, yeah, it. uh, Well, I think uh, when you think about that, uh, that that closing uh, NBA sketch. um, Oh, I I didn't make it past the news, by the way. (laughs) Oh, uh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I think I, I, I maybe a, I saw one. Maybe I saw the beginning. Oh yeah, that's right. the The first sketch after the news was another. And I, I'm sorry to sound like this, whatever. Uh, like I'm being uh, so parochial about it or whatever. But there was another weirdly sexist sketch <laughs> uh, after the news. It was like a what was it? It was like the women trying to get into the NBA bubble or something. That's what I just said. I said the oh, NBA oh, sketch. Oh, that's oh, I forgot what it wasn't. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's when I turned it off. I was like, I saw, I saw what the idea was, and I was like, nah, this is just. Well, when you see that sketch, then that kind of explains uh, that uh, boxing one. That maybe that's uh, maybe it was a sexist joke because it was a really tone deaf, yeah, awful sketch. Yeah, I Um, I don't get that. I I don't. I, I feel like I don't know. SNL's got a real like it's 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 even hard for me to watch. 
them do like a Joe Biden thing where it's like they're still in this alternate reality where like, hey, it's all fair game. It's like we're not in normal times. So like taking a shot at literally the only guy, the la- our last hope of getting out of the nightmare of the Trump presidency, you're still going to take shots at him like he's Jimmy Carter. Like it doesn't work any like that doesn't make sense to do that in these times. I don't I don't accept it. I 100 I I agree. Ordinarily, yes. You know, uh, both should be getting hit uh, because, you know, you don't want, you know, you know, equal, equal. Right. These are desperate times. Well, it, to me, it feels like it feels a little equivalent to saying there are, there are good people on both sides. It's like to, to basically to have this. And, and, and all it does is evoke this like ivory tower mentality of like very privileged, rich people who mm-hmm. run that show going, well, none of this affects me. So I'm just going to like we're just going to apply the same blanket uh, like we make fun of everybody. It's like, yeah, but if you lived in our world, you wouldn't look at it that way. You would if you had skin in the game, like on a real level. You wouldn't be doing that. You'd be like, fuck, we have to take this asshole out and and let this guy give give him the I mean, not that this isn't conducive to comedy, but don't take uh, Biden out at the knees. That's going to like what the fuck is the benefit of that? Well, you know, it's funny when we did with, uh, you know, uh, Mike Schmidt and Danielle and Pat Francis and uh, Russ McGarry and some other folks when we all worked at that place called loadmedia.com mm-hmm. there was a sketch that they did I wasn't there this week because uh, I, I, if I was on the road I wasn't part of the of the team but mm-hmm. uh, there was this really handsome looking PA and I forget it I forget his name uh, let's just say Greg and so the, they wrote a sketch about how Greg could do no wrong and it was just like you know somebody would do something that was nothing and uh they would go, God damn it, John. And then Greg would do something horrific. They go, oh, Greg, <laughs> look at Greg. And it almost feels like that's what should have happened in that, that debate. That's like, a funnier take. Yeah. That, that Biden was you know, perfect. Nothing wrong. Yeah. And this guy's fucking everything up. And, yeah. I think that's a funnier uh, angle to be like, be like the meta joke of things are so bad. We can't even make fun of the things that are obviously funny about Biden. Right. It, I, although I, I did laugh very hard when Jim Carrey came out and started doing the air guns as uh, <laughs> yeah. as as Biden, and then and then also there's there's no real evidence that Joe Biden has this hidden rage, right? So like that was another thing. Like why is that a thing? Like oh, don't let it go, Joe. Well, don't let it. And but but he does though because he he does he, he snapped at, he snapped at that one guy and said hey you want to you want to do push-ups right now or whatever. Oh, right yeah, yeah he fine. does I'll, every I'll once in a while he goes into that weird mode of like I'll take you into the alley it's like what? oh that's what? right <laughs> what did you say about Trump once I'll beat you I'll beat him I'll beat him like a drum he's just like a he's just like a funny like World War II veteran grandpa basically like he's like yeah. that guy who's he's kind of sweet and just uh, is is very like seems very content but then you push a button. And suddenly right. he's like back in the fucking trenches. How do you? And, you know, I know this has been debated and discussed on every morning radio show today. And uh, and for the last uh, five years, uh, there's a cast at Saturday Night Live. Uh, how about we don't need to bring in these stunt casts? I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Chevy Chase didn't look like Gerald Ford. Right. Uh, Dan oh. Aykroyd didn't look like Jimmy Carter. Um, well, I guess it, who doesn't it, look like Joe Biden, <laughs> Jim Carrey. I know, right? like, you don't need any of that. Like, yeah. uh, find, you know, find uh, one of your cast members, Beck Bennett, although Beck did a pretty good uh, Chris uh, Wallace. But, you know, find one of your cast members who can do, a, you know, get the the, the, the the cadence down or something. And yeah. I'd rather it be that like you hired this cast. Let them do their job. Yeah. 
Is, is this this is a new season? So was there any new cast? There's a couple of new uh, featured players yeah. that were very, very uh, not all that featured. Good sense, <laughs> yeah, Jim. yeah I, I can't even think of. There might have been one of them popped up once in a sketch, like as a like a one line thing or something. I can't really they, remember. They, they all showed up doing one line at some point throughout the show. Uh, but Melissa Villasenor nowhere to be found. Oh yeah, oh, really? That's a good point. Yeah, she's uh, great. Eddie Bryant was in a couple of things and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bowen Yang uh, showed up and did his thing at the news. Yeah, I, and, I think uh, um, I I think that they've decided that's the way they stay relevant is to get the biggest celebrity they can to play the most marquee yeah. like politician or whatever in a sketch. Uh, and I guess it, it works because people talk about it. You know, people talked about uh, De Niro being Mueller and they talk about. That's um, true. That's all true. I, I mean, honestly, I thought Woody Harrelson was a better Biden I thought Jason Sudeikis was the best of all the Bidens. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah you're right. Actually, that's a good point. He was better. Yeah, he was funny. They're all, I mean, like Jim Carrey's funny, but uh, it didn't really, it wasn't, for a guy who's like, was famous for imp- impressions early in his career, it's not a good impression. It doesn't really ring true at all. But it was, it was nice seeing a guy not reading uh, cue cards and, yeah. and being, you know, present. Yes. Mm. Um, and then when you see others uh, show up and they're blatantly, you know, reading and again, I do a podcast where I talk off the top of my head, and even those sentences don't come out uh, fluidly. So, uh, fluidly, smoothly, you know what I'm trying to say. I couldn't even do that fucking sentence properly. Remember Malibu Marble? <laughs> yeah, I'm having, my point is this. I know better, and uh, we're all winners. Uh, I will say this. Uh, talking about the, uh, We were talking about uh, boxing moments ago. Uh, we watched uh, the first Rocky over the weekend. Oh, wow. As part of the quarantine movie festival here at the Pardo Canning household. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope he doesn't hear me. It was the greatest because it was over, you know, and, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're it doesn't matter how many times you see that movie, man. You, you 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 leave on a high. It is so great. And he is so great. And everybody's so great. And then you got that the boxing scene, which uh, so it's over. And Oliver's like, that was really great. And then it was time for bed because it was late, uh, you know, into the evening. And uh, uh, he went to brush his teeth and then put his pajamas on. And walking down the hall, he's doing the shadow box. <laughs> and I happened to catch him. And it was like, yes, that's what you're supposed to yeah, do yeah. after you see Rocky. You're yep. supposed to be so, holy fuck, I just saw that movie. And you're supposed to, uh, dun, dun, and in your head, dun, 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 dun. and uh, even the next day, he's like, dad, that movie was so great. And uh, God, it's, uh, it holds up. It holds up. It's it, awesome. It's up there, I think for me, for a Jimmy Pardo, I think it's up there with the, the Godfather and Breaking Away in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the top movies uh, that I've that I've ever seen. And then of course, shampoo is four. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of movies out there. You only like one kind of movie. It sounds like Jimmy. What's that? I said, you only like one kind of movie. It sounds like uh, one, one word type. Nope. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, that was a joke. I was being sarcastic. Well, uh, was, that, was that you typing Elliot? <laughs> yes. I'm typing I hope his resume. What's that man? He was t- typing out his resume to send to ZipRecruiter. <laughs> if I can suggest uh, ZipRecruiter.com. I don't know if you put your resume on there. I don't know how that works to be honest with you. you can, I do yeah. their ads for four years. Um, uh, I did have a question. Uh, yes. Though, how can Matt, I help? Matt, Matt made a point of saying that uh, Saturday Night Live is the sketch comedy show of record. Isn't it now for television anyway, the sketch comedy show? 
Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, they're 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 fighting a battle that everyone else has, has quit. Has <laughs> <laughs> basically said, but fine, you can have it. Uh, you you we'll you, you you were there first, and you'll be there last because no one gives a shit. I mean, I, I don't even they, know what that show is. What? What, Garen? The sketch comedy show? I don't know what that is. Hmm? Wait, what, am I? Am I? Hi, Garen. Hi, Garen. <laughs> I, I'm what sorry that I, uh, I did know. that joke in the very beginning where I called you a zero. I, don't, I didn't realize that was going to completely take you out of the game. I yeah, was just being you, silly. Must I, didn't, I meant nothing I, by it. I Garen. literally right now feel like somebody clocked me upside the head with a bat. <laughs> I just want to understand what you're asking. I, I don't know. Uh, I, the but, way Elliot just said that, it's as if there are two popular sketch shows on the air right now saturday night live in this mysterious no no sketch comedy show. i have to apologize that apparently my ability to communicate is is oh, i know you, you understand the exact opposite of what i mean i think we all we understood, all understood. we got that part we're still going back to your what you're and i'm putting in quotes joke about my movies choices uh and you're lucky did it. you're lucky that garen uh weighed in with this uh elliot to stop that nightmare um Thank you for reminding everybody, Jimmy. Well, it's my pleasure. That's what I do here as the Wrangler. Uh, I don't have a nickname, but if I did, it would be the Wrangler. The Wrangler. Um, well, you know what? I kind of like it. Maybe I'll start wearing Wrangler jeans. Those seem to, to be comfortable could, to nobody but the cowboy. You could drive a Jeep uh, Wrangler. Huh? <laughs> Just like Regina King. Yeah, yeah. like my buddy Regina. Maybe we could drag race. <laughs> uh, Garen, I'm just curious, by the way, uh, for, this is for the video uh, viewer. Are you uh, recording in front of a stoplight? <laughs> no, that's occasionally a red light. light blinds you and then goes away. I don't know what that is. That's weird. All right. But just my ring light just blop. Okay. That's what it does. It just goes. Yeah, it goes blop. 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 I understand. Yeah. Anyway, Garen, uh-huh. what he was saying is there's only one sketch show on TV. So for them to say they're okay. the, the, to act like they're the the uh, or for me to say that they're the for you to sketch. say yeah, don't, don't put this on them. No, no, for these assholes. Yeah, but the, my my point is they that's the way they produce the show is to be like well we have to do a debate sketch because everyone yes. expects the the new york times of sketch shows to do it i'm like yeah no one cares i mean i, I guess yes everyone expects it I, I would argue in comedy that's why you shouldn't do it because you should try yeah, to but surprise at the same people time, you gotta do i think it needs to be 13 minutes long i don't but at this and i also don't know if it needs to be the cold open i think you could come out yeah. and do a sketch you know one of your six minute sketches after the monologue right and have it be that exactly because um, it's also predictable otherwise that's the other thing. Like, so I, I do think honestly that they have to do it because they, they are known for that. But yeah. also, uh, it doesn't have to be the the opening thing, and it doesn't need to bore me to tears like I'm boring my own. That, that, yeah, that's why I sort of said I wish they would find another angle on on the whole idea of just like because it's not only that we know it's going to be the cold open, and we know we just we know how it's going to go. We know what the how like the structure of it's going to be, and it, it's there's there's a million different ways you could approach that. And it doesn't have to be the sort of standard, straightforward, we are going to recreate the debate with funny celebrity impersonators. Well, you know what, to, to that point, too, with with social media and so on and so forth, with the news that we have today, we we also there's no surprises with it. It's like, right. you know, on Thursday, your first look at Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. It's like, yeah. So even that surprise of him walking out was taken away from us. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if you're on social that, media and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you knew it was going to be him. Sure. And in the old days, like it, it was fun. Yes. The door would open and here comes Robert De Niro as, as Mueller. Even remember that right. to me, that was a surprise. Yeah, and yeah. So it was like, Holy shit. It's him or, or Ben Stiller as uh, Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. kind of fun. You don't know what's going to happen. And he pops up. So, yeah. 
I don't know why they're not more protective of those things because certainly uh, they want people to watch. They want to watch. They want yeah, to watch I guess Jim that's Perry the answer. It. Yeah, that's sadly true. But I do think it's a lot more fun when it's a surprise. Um, at least you get that thrill of it. Like, oh my God, right. it's Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a <laughs> you, you know what I miss is I miss when when and I assume it does, that doesn't happen anymore because people don't just sit and watch TV that's just coming out live. But they used to do. They, it seems like most sketch shows, and maybe Monty Python started it, where the first, the, the cold open, you it was like it was a real, like they worked really hard to make it look like it was a real other show. And then you found out that it was the sketch show. Yeah. So that if you weren't a Saturday Night Live viewer and you just happened to be watching and you just left the TV on, you would think this is another just regular television show and then and then there would be a twist and a turn. I miss I miss that. I think that that's a well, cool thing. I think they do try to do that with their graphics and stuff, but they also, for some reason, now insist on intentionally, accidentally leaving in a little bit of crowd laughter as you're coming into it. So it's like, mm. ha, 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 tonight yeah, on CNN. Right. That's, a, that's a great point, like, Matt. Why do they Ever do since that? They started that. That's annoying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, it it it's like they still set in the mode of yes, we are trying to make it look real, and yet. Uh, I just don't fool anyone. I don't think. Yeah. But I also don't think what you're saying. I don't think it's possible anymore. Just like you said, I don't think you can pull that off uh, in this day and age. But um, but it's also just to your point, Jimmy, like even the news, they're doing jokes. And you've said this before. We've all said this before. But by the time you get to Saturday night, all the jokes on Weekend Update have already been done 50,000 times on on social media. And so like they're, they're trying to beat whatever the best things that the whole world came up with already <laughs> about Trump being in the hospital. Wait, what's up? Yeah, uh, Jimmy, bad news. <laughs> what's going on, man? Well, we try to keep it from you, but uh, but yeah, Matt, go ahead. What's going on? What do you mean he was in the hospital? I saw him. He was out uh, driving around his car, waving at people. He's doing great. What do you mean he's in the hospital? <laughs> yeah, well, he was. He had he left the hospital to do that. Yeah, he he had to go to the hospital over the weekend. Apparently, he's got a little sniffle. Okay, so then he was driving. He was obviously driving home when he did that little. Uh, no, in the car no, thing? no. He just he just wanted to do a, a tour of the the block around his the hospital. I guess get out and get some fresh air. That makes sense, right? No, there he was one around those COVID people. Nope, no fresh air. He was actually in a hermetically sealed uh, vehicle with yeah. the Secret Service agents who are not sick. Oh, but he you say he just has a sniffle. There's nothing really serious going on with him. Well, I mean, it's hard to know. Are you guys truth. keeping something from me? <laughs> He did. T- I, I, I guess he did. T- he did test positive for coronavirus. Well, then he should be in a hospital room and should not leave that hospital room for 14 days. Well, he's the president. But You're telling me now he's out taking a joyride. He's, I thought he was just out there uh, seeing his, his buddies. He's you know, he's not going to let anything get in the way of the important work of president, which is waving to people. This is ridiculous. This is. Okay, this bit's over. That's what, that's, that's what I decided. <laughs> that's a good decision. That was fun. That was a fun bit for a little bit. See, that's how you do it, SNL. See, now that now that you've seen how we do it, take some notes because uh, we absolutely know better than you. The the forty four year running <laughs> sketch comedy show. Sure. With the with the with the best sketch people in the country, yeah. and I'm sure some would argue that yeah, there's a guy that's at the the IO Portland that's better. I'm sure there is. I'm also a better stand-up than some fucking assholes on Netflix, all right? So, fuck you. I get it. <laughs> all right. Steve Byrne's going to be joining us. we got a great stand-up. Steve Byrne, uh, he's got a movie coming out that he directed uh, called The Opening Act, I want to say is the name of it. If I'm wrong, he'll correct me. Uh, we've also got Oliver's Trivia Question uh, coming up. 
And uh, that may be late to the program today because I just remembered it, uh, let's say, six seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got two theme songs for it. We got to do it. He is too busy. um, uh, He's too busy shadow boxing. Uh, He forgot (laughs) to put his... uh, Trivia. Hey, uh, you know what, Matt? I'll check in with you once we bring our guest into the mix. So uh, let's take a break. Don't forget, guys, Podcastathon this Saturday, uh, October the 10th from noon to 6 Pacific time. We got uh, uh, over 15 friends of the show stopping by for a little bit uh, via the Zoom. Virtual benefit for Smile Train. Uh, we're looking to raise about $50,000. Uh, uh, so let's hope that we can get there this year and, uh, and help change the lives. I know that uh, this is an odd year in that some folks are not working and so on and so forth. And, uh, but you know, um, charities are struggling like everybody else. And so if we could uh, do anything to help them, uh, to help those kids, um, and, yeah, you uh, still have a cleft palate when you're a baby that doesn't uh, change. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if there's, you know, any way that we could, uh, raise some money to help them. And I know we've already, uh, I don't want to, uh, I, I'm actually trying to avoid looking at the donation page. Cause I want to, when I announced it on Saturday for the first time, I want to kind of be surprised by it. But, uh, uh, but I know based on an email that went around that we're already uh, doing well. So uh, we thank everybody that's already donated. And uh, so donate early, donate often. Um, and then don't forget to also to make sure you're registered to vote. All right, we'll be back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize. But I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. 
even though vet covers pet, I mean, what other, are you, are you at the wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Man, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2707. Uh, uh, I got a lot going on here. Steve Burns with us. He's got a brand new movie coming out called, I want to say, The Opening Act is the name of it. Yes. Uh, am I right about that, Steve? Did I get you that are, right, Steve? You are correct, Jeremy. Yes. Everything you say is correct, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, could you tell that to these? Could you send these guys that uh, that memo? Because they don't seem to get it. Yeah, from the pre-show I gathered, just say yes to Jimmy. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, is that what happened when I went to use the restroom? Yeah. Listen, Pardo's in a mood that I just say yes to whatever he fucking says. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's like, we'll take the uh, bullet. We'll be the ones to disagree with him if something needs to be said. But you can go ahead and just go along with whatever he says. I would prefer that you all just kind of follow Steve's lead. Everybody agrees with me. I want, you know, I want this show to be more Trumpy and that you guys <sighs> just all let me do whatever I want. Jimmy, if, if we don't... ridiculously if, wrong. If we don't if we don't stand up, if we don't disagree with you, then there's no show. It's going to be a five-minute show. That's all we have. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. Well, that's the relationship. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, Steve Burns here. He's taking time away from weed whacking or whatever he's doing out in the yard there. <laughs> uh, I, it, it literally can't look more like you're on a Saturday morning uh, kid show and you're in the <laughs> fake backyard. Hey, put a bush behind him. That'll make him look like he's outdoors. Janet Kelly asked me about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Burn. Hey, Steve, is that a sconce above the uh, bush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was a, like a spider, like a yeah, what is that? decoration. There is a sconce, yeah. That's a what sconce. What is a sconce? Oh, it's a sconce. I'm with Matt. It does look like a uh, like the, a Halloween spider. Yeah. Yeah, sconce. Usually it's a candle holder, I guess, but that's, I guess, a lantern. And then when I went to get the pen and paper, uh, I got made fun of for the butterfly uh, fairy um, nightlight, uh, which... <laughs> I didn't pick out. So that's, <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I don't merch, think we were guys. making fun of you. This Steve. is my merch. I sell these after my shows. <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a, they're a hassle to travel with, but when they sell, they move, don't they, Steve? <laughs> yeah. That's right, Jerry. All you have to do is work it into your closer. If you work it into the closer, <laughs> then everyone's going to want one. 
Yeah, I, I yell at the sound guy when he doesn't get the like you right to dim the lights, <laughs> and then I'm holding my yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I would admire a guy, anybody that wasn't selling a shirt uh, or a CD, even though I'm guilty of both of those. I, I think this uh, is the highest praise I can give. I read Colin Jost's book. Yes. Um, and I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And I said, this book is so good. I'm going to sell it as my merch after my show. <laughs> <laughs> it really is good. It's, I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I do like that guy. I think he's a good joke writer. I've been meaning to re- uh, read that book. and then, But somebody on... Uh, Facebook was mother effing it up and down this morning about how he's nothing but a money grubbing a hole and doesn't care about the joke, only cares about money. And that was his takeaway from the book. Did you, is that your takeaway, Steve? Wow. No, not at all. <laughs> um, the guy, I mean, he grew up kind of like middle class. He's not about money. He's not about any of that stuff. I mean, if you ever hung out with him for a day, you'd, you'd see how less he cares about being Colin Jost or any of that stuff. He's just a normal dude. Really good right. guy. Now, you know, by the way, Steve, that just reading his book, that doesn't mean you hung out, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. But the one thing he didn't write about was his his flair for dressing up in World War II Nazi memorabilia um, after midnight uh-huh. in his basement. So, you know yeah. what? Mm. Smart to leave that private. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you guys have that in common. Uh, all right. Steve Byrne is here. He's got the brand new movie that. Uh, and now, Steve, walk us through where we could see this movie instead of me just saying that it's coming out. Well, I have the only copy on my laptop, so you have to hit me up on Craigslist after 3 a.m., and I'll <laughs> okay. meet you in a Walmart. No, uh, theaters, VOD, whatever theaters happen to be open. So basically, if you live in a red state, you'll be able to see the movie theater. <laughs> okay. um, and it's VOD for everybody else, iTunes, Amazon, and that's how you can see. You can pre-order it right now, actually. Uh, when You say pre-order now. When will it be uh, available to uh, live stream? Uh, the 16th. Now, is this the October the 16th? Uh, is this the movie, Steve, that you invited me to see a screening on? And yes. then as I was in my car with my son heading there, you uh, texted me and said, hey, it turns out maybe some of these scenes aren't appropriate for your son. Is this the movie? <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're like, uh, hey, is it cool for my son? I'm like, yeah. And I, I, I just figured oh, he's, he's old enough, right? And then, and then I texted you. I just had this moment where I was like, wait, how old is this kid? And then you said 13, I believe, right? Uh, he probably was only 11 or 12 at the time, actually. Yeah, so no, he's 13 I, now. Yeah, and I was like, definitely not. Definitely, I, I apologize. And I think that's when you pulled the old U-turn and <laughs> <Yeah>. back <laughs> home. But there's there's uh, a few things that, that occur over the course of this young man's weekend that uh, would be inappropriate for a young man. But he's probably going to sneak away and see it anyway, so maybe not. Oh, there's no question he's going to sneak away. He can't wait to see it. He goes, who's on today? And I said, Steve Byrne. He goes, that guy from that TBS sitcom? I go, that's the guy, son. <laughs> so he yeah. knows. The one that got canceled. Yeah, he he likes shows that fail. That he's got a weird. Yeah, that he's a weird kid, my son. He yeah. uh, he doesn't like successful things. Uh, I said I got the guy from Sullivan and Son, son, and then he said that's one too many sons. That's not how it's called. Uh, Steve Byrne is here. He's taking time away from uh, his foliage, um, and uh, he's got this hot new movie coming out. Uh, VOD. That I think that means voice on demand. You yell at your TV and it gives it to you. Um, <laughs> He's also, uh, like you said, it'll be in the motion picture houses. Maybe even, uh, will it be at the drive-ins here locally, Steve? It'll be at the drive-ins, waiting to hear if we're going to do a premiere at a drive-in. So we'll see about that. But just, yeah, just really excited about getting it out there. And I think anybody who's involved in comedy or has been on the road, much like yourself, uh, you'll, you know, I, I pitched them a tagline. You've been to a comedy club, but you've never been on the road. And that's what the whole film's about. It's about a kid's very first time ever, got the safe job out of college, moonlights as a comedian his passion is comedy 
and he gets offered his very first road gig ever on the road, opening for, coincidentally, his favorite headliner of all time, who happens to be a wash-up 90s sitcom actor um, that had a really relevant hour special that, that you know, lost relevance over the years. And the whole film is over, over the course of four days. And the first half of the film is all the romanticism, blind optimism, and parting of hanging out with the feature act. And the back half of the film is the sobriety, isolation, and solitude, and warming up to this weary road veteran. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think you get all three echelons of comedy, but you get all the inside baseball too, what the light means, getting intros right, fish out of water for the MC, and pleasing the, the manager and hoping you get booked again. So it's all those things and the old adage of nothing good happens after midnight. So, you know, mm -hmm. trying to apply all of that into this film. And I, I think we, uh, I think we've pulled it off. Uh, and you wrote and directed this, correct, sir? Wrote and directed it. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it, it was, it was an arduous process. You know, when, when it got greenlit, for example, Vince Vaughn said, what do you want to do? You want to be in it? I said, well, I'm too, I'm too old to be the MC and feature, and I'm too young to be a headliner, like visually what you would think of aesthetically in a film. And so I said, I'm just happy it's being done. He said, well, why don't you direct it? I said, well, I've never directed anything. He said, you never wrote anything before either, and we're making this. So why don't you go ahead and direct it? I said, okay, yeah. And I <laughs> took all the master classes and you know, read all the books from Eli Kazan to literally directing for dummies. <laughs> and I felt as prepared as I could in the first day on set, the very first day, it's Jimmy O. Yang and Alex Moffat, and they're doing a diner scene that takes place after morning radio. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there in my chair, my assistant director, Artie's next to me, Peter Billingsley, the producer's there, and I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm over the moon. I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe like this is happening. And I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm looking at the monitor, I got my headset on, and Artie goes, you good? I go, yeah, I'm good. And Peter's like, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And Artie looks at me again, he just kind of nods, and I go, yeah. And he goes, you got to say action. Like, Jesus Christ. I say action like a fucking idiot. And I'm watching the scene play out. And then Jimmy and Alex are improving, And they're just improving after the scene. And Artie, Artie leans in again. He goes, you good? I go, yeah. He goes, they're going to keep talking. I go, yeah, yeah, they're improving. He goes, they're going to keep talking until you say cut. I go, Jesus Christ, cut. So like the two things an eight-year-old would know what to do on set, I completely botched. Um, but other than that, it was, it was, it was, it was, that was a fun first day. But, but it, was, it was crazy. It, it's, it's the most taxing of any occupation I've ever had. And I have so much more respect for anybody that works on a film, especially a, a director. Wow, that and uh, you mentioned a couple of the uh, stars that are in this thing. Who uh, Are they the two? Is, is Jimmy O. Yang, is he the young kid? So Jimmy O. Yang, everything that happens in the film happened to me. So once Jimmy hits the road, it's semi-autobiographical. It's all the experiences have happened to me. So Jimmy O. Yang plays like a younger version of me. Alex Moffat plays the feature act. Uh, and then Cedric the Entertainer plays the headliner. And then it's Whitney Cummings, Eliza Schlesinger, Kathleen Madigan, Angela Johnson, uh, Bill Burr, Ken Jeong, Tom Segura, Felipe Esparza, Neil Brennan, Roy Wood Jr., Alonzo Bowden, Chris Porter, uh, quite a few. And I, I know I'm missing some, too, so. But that's that's the cast. Yeah, sounds pretty, great. Sounds, sounds yeah. great. Did they give you the respect that you deserve as a director? I mean, that, I, I hope that comes off right. Like, did these guys all go? Eh, let's just do, go do Burns thing, or did they get? Did they arrive on set and go, "Hey, there's our, he's our director, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna listen and support." Yeah, there wasn't anybody that, that gave any, me any flack, and I think most comics, you know, just came and and did the gig. You know, everybody knew what would happen in a radio scenario. You know, so Russell Peters, Eliza Schlesinger, Brooks Whelan. 
they've been on those morning shows much like you have and so they didn't need any directing it was like look you've you've had a shit time on radio this is it um so everybody kind of knew their thing and I will say that I think most people think because there's so many comedians in the film that it just must have been an improv fest. Uh, it, really, the only improv that was done was maybe Jimmy's stand up at the beginning, his set, his last set I wrote, and then Alex's set and Cedric's set and everything else. Everybody pretty much stayed on book. It was it was pretty nice. Um, so I, was I heard really, that diner scene was nothing but improvised. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing on the uh, that's, what the, that's right. Yeah. The, but it, it, was, it was great. Everybody was a joy to work with. I, I can't say there was any ego or any of that stuff. You, you didn't have anybody phoning it in. And most of the comics came in and just did one day. So it was, it okay. was pretty easy. All right. Because based on some of the names you listed, I can't believe you. Uh, all right. Steve Byrne is here. <laughs> uh, well, believe me, I, I thought the same when before the day. And I was like, oh, God, please let this go well. But, but everybody was great. And I'll tell you, the, the film was a blessing because Jimmy O. Yang was the lead. And he showed up. He was prepared. I, he never had to go over his lines. It, it just like that makes such a huge difference, mm-hmm. especially for somebody like me who's never done it before. And you're trying to make your day to keep the budget. So I, I really owe Jimmy O. Yang this uh, garden fairy um, <laughs> at, at, at nice. cost, at cost. Yes, of sure. course it costs. Yeah. You can't, you can't afford to just be giving those things away. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's good in everything, by the way, Jimmy O. Yang. So that, uh, I look forward to seeing that and uh, then turning it off when some of those other names pop up. But anyway, go see this movie, guys. <laughs> Just flash forward through, flash yeah. forward through the certain scenes, yeah. Uh, uh, Steve Byrne is here. He's taking time away from uh, promoting this uh, show on uh, other networks um, and uh, shows. Good sentence, Jim. Um, Alex Moffat and I improvised uh, a conversation once, and it went just like I just did right there. It was was really great. He just stared at me like, what the fuck are you saying? Um, So here's what happened uh, in the break. Uh, As I said before we went to break, um, I had forgotten about the trivia question, so I I immediately contacted Oliver Griffin Pardo, who's uh, upwards of uh, 1,100 square feet away from me. And... um, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know how houses work. I know that uh, that's a small house, and my house is not that tiny. I got a bigger house than that, Steve. Um, uh, and then he brought in a question, uh, the topic of a question, and then he uh, he barged in moments ago and uh, said, "Don't use that one. I got a better one." Oh. Ooh. So um, he was not because he was not happy with his first one. So let me give you uh, the topic. And Steve, you're going to be betting anywhere between zero and 25. So you're going to write okay. that down. You do not reveal that bet or your answer until I ask you. And uh, now, wait a second. I sure hope that he doesn't. Uh, okay, three. I'm getting three separate emails, I've just been told. Okay, here it is. The topic. The topic is drink up. Drink up. There's your topic. Now, I'm sober 21 years, so my son knows I may know a lot about booze because of my old days. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with that. All right, that's my bet. I got my bet in. All right, everybody make your bet, and then I will ask the question. Everybody got their bet in? Drink up is the topic. Yep. Steve Byrne, lock your, uh, lock your bet in. Matt, you got yours in? I got it in, yep. Written Garen, in you got yours in? We're in. All right, here's the question. Here is the question. <clears throat> the beverage company 7-Up was originally called Bib Label Litigated Lemon Lime Soda. What significance does the name 7-Up have, or to put it another way, you dumb fox? Why was the name changed to 7-Up instead of something else? Hint, and I'm only going to read this hint because I read it, and I think it's only fair that we all get it. It has something to do with the ingredients. P.S., 
this still isn't a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to hear that other one. Yeah, I kind of do too. Uh, the beverage company Seven Up was originally called Bib Label Litigated Lemon Lime Soda. What significance does the name Seven Up have? Or to put in it uh, another way, why was the name changed to Seven Up instead of something else? Hint that has something to do with ingredients. Now, obviously, it can't be as simple as there's, there's seven ingredients. Seven ingre- <laughs> right. I'm tempted to write that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was my going to be my answer until. Um, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, every, everyone's free to answer this however they want. You don't yeah. have to. Don't don't feel uh, like you need to change anything. Jeez, I uh, I don't even have a clue. I don't have a clue. I might have to hear your answers to uh, and steal <laughs> one of them. No, that's not fair. Oh, that's, that's not, not how it works. works. No, I you're not allowed to do that. Um. Wow. Wow. It's a tough uh, one. Or 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 ridiculously easy. Okay, I got it. I literally, I, I feel like I did the equivalent after you guys were making fun of the answer I wrote down in permanent marker. <laughs> I feel like I was, I was in, uh, applying for a job where it says last name, first name. I put my first name under my last name, and I just thought, okay, fuck it, I didn't get this job. It I'm is. <laughs> Steve, to follow up on that, because I just had to fill out some medical paperwork where I did it. And and then you, don't you just feel like the dumbest man alive? It's like yeah. you couldn't figure that out, you dumbass. <laughs> yes, right. And, and to that point, every every form now is last name, first, first name. Like, like so why do we still insist on going Jimmy Pardo? Dumb. Yeah. Ag- agree with you. <laughs> it's then you got to cross it out. So your paper looks sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, when's the last time you applied for a job, by the way, Steve? Oh, God. I The last job I had was uh, a waiter in New York City at the Aegean, at the Aegean Greek restaurant on 72nd and Columbus. And I remember the, my last day of work because I was, I was starting to do colleges and I was able to quit that job. So it, it felt great. But that was the last time I actually applied for anything. And... Uh... Uh, speaking Although, of, go, go ahead, if this COVID keeps going, I'm going to Home Depot or BK. <laughs> you're going to have it your way. Uh, <laughs> I would be careful with that BK. You know, they, they got that BK lounge. So you want to be very careful in that area. Oh, okay. I got that, I got that area. Um, Steve, are you going on the road at all? Are you a guy that's doing the drive-in movie theater gigs? Or are you doing any of the, uh, are you just uh, uh, hunkering down with the family? You got the movie coming out. Why risk getting sick? I've done all the hot spots. I've done Miami, Phoenix, <laughs> San Antonio, and Vegas. Um, Smart. Get out there. Get, yeah, over, yeah. get out of the way. Like, let's roll the dice. I, I got two kids and a wife, and I'll go down in flames. Uh, so I, I basically did those, and it was, I'll tell you, the, 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 the scariest, the scaredest I was, because nobody's flying, hotels are vacant, so it, kinda, it was kind of nice. It was like perfect for flying and traveling, but... When George Floyd, when everything hit, like within 48 hours, I'm in Miami and I'm doing crowd work to warm up the crowd. I hadn't been on stage for a while, so a lot of crowd work. And I'm talking to a black couple in front and getting to know them or whatever. And, you know, there was it was nice. And then literally the next guy I talked to is a white guy on the complete opposite end. And I go, so, sir, what do you do? He's like, I'm a cop. And you could just feel the air leave the room. And in the back of my head, I'm like, well, you can't cut the blue wire just yet. We got to, we got to finesse our way into this. And as soon as it happened, I was like, I'm going to get them to do a shot together. And I made some jokes, ping pong back and forth. They did a shot together. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'll, I'll never forget this moment as a comic. Um, Cause it was just one of those nice, redemptive, sweet, 
moments you you have when you do crowd work because 90 percent of the time it's it's not that so <laughs> so uh yeah I, that was that was a little touch and go for a second yeah, there but, jesus wow. yeah pretty wild but it, it was it felt good it was, now it was i have fun. to be honest i thought you were kidding when you said you hit those hot spots uh you literally went to you did vegas you did phoenix so you yeah had, look i you know just like everybody else i, I think there is that time where you think okay the first month or two you're going to hunker down watch all the movies and then you're dipping into savings. You're like, right, how long is this shit going on for? And yeah. then if an offer comes in, it's like, I got to fucking keep the lights on somehow. And did that. And thank God those things came through when they did. But now it's just, you know, it, it seems like clubs are slowly starting to open, which is nice. There's a pocket full of them. Right. But yeah, I, I think the good news is like when I went to Phoenix, for example, you literally drive up, they walk you in, you have no interaction with anybody and walk right on stage do the show walk right off go to the car go to the hotel i i, I think i talked to one person oh, who was that's the manager, great. and that was kind of it so it's kind of like nice not to have to talk to everybody. <laughs> uh but but that's so much part of stand-up now right is, is standing there when it's over you maybe you got merch maybe you want to meet the fans that come out and so to take that away that kind of takes away a little bit of the experience of it does it not or is it uh yeah especially when you when you run into somebody that's like after the show, they, you know, you're like, good night. I, you know, this is weird, but there's no meet and greet. And then somebody rushes the stage. Like I've been waiting eight years to see you. Can I please get a picture? And it, it's like, Ugh. and, and so I'm like, I'll stand here. Why don't you just do a selfie and I'll wave from the background. Right. We'll keep our distance. So, so we did that. And then, you know, you walk out to the car and then uh, this one woman like grabbed me and put her arm around me and took a picture. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? I, you know, I, it, it happened. So Right. I guess. But if I had respiratory issues, if I was, you know, obviously quite older, I, I, I certainly maybe would not put myself in those situations. But uh, well, be safe for the love of God, Steve, be safe. I don't <laughs> like anything that I've just heard, to be honest with you. I don't like <laughs> Sorry it about at that. all, particularly yeah. Yeah, you doing crowd work because I've seen you do it. It's not the thing for you. You are a joke writer. And uh, that was really what uh, caught my attention. That is not your bag. Well, I remember uh, when the film when the film first got a press release, you said, this is great. You should stick with directing. I, I did say that. Yeah, you found your calling. Yeah. I think it's best for you to be behind the camera. And I've been saying that for years. And the people at TBS really thought that. That's right, yeah. So they were... Um, well, uh, as now, Gary Cannon refers to, to Sullivan and Son, he always says it's TBS's first drama. <laughs> Gary Cannon's so funny, but he can't find it publicly. That's the thing. He just can't find it for the people to appreciate. Uh, but That's behind right. the scenes, he says funny things. Uh, Gary Cannon, when he's not busy, he's, he's going on the path of taking his shirt off on stage for no reason whatsoever. So uh, let's stop that, Steve. Talk to him about it. Tell him to knock he, it off. He's, yeah, he's a Bert Kreischer with no resume. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed confirmed uh gary kennedy actually made me laugh very hard the other day on facebook but i didn't have the balls to respond to it publicly so i had to i had to text him that i enjoyed his joke because i didn't want just trolls nonstop. yes trolls nonstop. and it's so funny because he's one of those guys that will do it to no end and there's people that don't know how to take it they're like who the fuck is this guy fuck him and if they just spent five minutes with him, you know, he just a classic ball buster, but to the wrong person, like for example, when we did those tours with Owen Benjamin, um, he, Gary would constantly shit on me, constantly shit on Roy, Ahmed and Owen. And anytime Owen would tell a joke that bombed in the van, going to the airport or in the van, going to the hotel, <laughs> Gary would always say, Owen, get the piano. And Owen could not <laughs> fucking take it. And, 
there were times where I thought Owen's going to kill him tonight. Um, <laughs> but Gary, once he knows, he will just keep needling you. Yeah, he, <laughs> he uh, uh, and I think he should uh, back off from Owen because I think we all know, as we talked about the last time you were on the show, he seems like he's a stable guy. So he's not the guy that you don't want to be uh, pushing his buttons. He uh, will take no, you up in a cabin. No, 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 no. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, I actually had to have a conversation with somebody at uh, somebody at Conan, uh, you know, post me leaving and Gary taking that spot. Uh, somebody had to contact me and say, how well do you know this guy? Because uh, he likes to bust everybody's balls and maybe he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> well, Man. he used to, he had a, a long leash on our show. Um, for example, when, as you know, Jimmy, when you do the, the roll call, right? For the sitcom, you, you come out, introduce the cast members before the taping actually starts to those that don't know. And he would introduce us and he'd always say something incredibly shitty about me. He'd say, you know, this guy, he just graduated from uh, the Rob Schneider Academy of Dramatic Arts. Our star, Steve Byrne. <laughs> uh, and just nonstop things like that. And because I like it so much, I let him get away with it. And there were times where <laughs> other people just were like, are you sure this is kind of, I'm like, fuck it. You know, it's fine. He's getting laughs. But he would shit on us so bad from the grandstand to the cast members during tapings that we would we put a microphone up by the end for us and we would go back and forth and the audience always had gary's side they would it <laughs> would turn on us and we're like we're the fucking show assholes right but they loved him so much it's crazy uh, i uh, uh i've never seen any evidence of an audience loving him but i hear what you're saying uh, <laughs> gary cannon as a reminder has been on our show uh once <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. As, as I mentioned, Steve Burns here. He's got the movie coming out, uh, the opening act. Sounds great. Jimmy O. Yang, uh, another uh, a bunch of cast of characters that uh, weren't doing spots at the comedy store that night. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> when the trailer got posted, I saw a comment that somebody said that made me laugh. He said, uh, cast, casting director, should we put comics in it? And then it just said, yes. And it said, which one? It said comics. <laughs> so that, was, that was pretty good. That's fun. Uh, all right, let's check in with the uh, pop culture pieces of the Never Not Funny Weather Desk up in Van Nuys, California. Uh, Garen, what's the weather like in Van Nuys today, sir? Uh, I went outside with my dogs earlier, and it was a little toasty. Is it getting warm? Uh, right now, well, it's it's only 91. Yep, that's it's still toasty. hotter than 91 that. is toasty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Garen, what happened uh, you can share with us? Uh, my us, I mean, uh, Elliot and uh, Matt, myself, Steve Byrne. Uh, anything happened over the weekend in your life uh, other than watching the news and uh, not wanting to, uh, to throw a hammer through it? Uh, the TV, I mean. Yeah, so in the interest of becoming a better gay, I uh, placed an order <laughs> with, <laughs> with Andrew Christian underwear. It was a grab bag situation, so you don't get to choose what you receive. Okay, so I now, got now. You delivered that as if we all know what company that is. Okay, uh, it's, it's, we, we, we it's are a, not gay, uh, so we don't know from your underpant company. It's a very well known in the community for underwear. Yeah. Is, wait, do, I'm sorry. Do gay people wear different underwear? I, well, they're I, they're more form fitting, sexy underwear. Okay, got it, got it. You know, your yeah. briefs, your thong. Okay, which I listening? ended up getting. You got a thong? They sent me a thong. Oh, guys, I'm going to lie down and point my toes while I listen to this segment. Please, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did try it. You did. You put the thong on. I did. 
There, so, you know, the, 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 uh, there's a song I guess you could play to go along with that. Sure, that made very popular. <laughs> sure is. What uh, is it comfortable? The thong? It can't be. I the thought that immediately went through my head is I have a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> masters, people with masters can still be sexy. Garen, don't take that away I, from the, from I, the sexy right. master. That's yeah. They was. It's not for me. It's not, I don't need that. There's no, I would rather just wear a jock to be honest. When you, when you buy the thong, does it, does it come with a map directing you to the nearest truck stop? <laughs> <laughs> and tap shoes by chance? Those are fair questions, Garrett. I wanted you to answer them. Uh, yes, it, yes, it did actually. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, good. It's a free follow up, Steve. But uh, now I'm going to show these off. Oh, wait. Are they on your body? Or are you going to no, just hold no, them no, up? No, 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 no. I don't think these are ever going to get worn. I don't even know what to do with these. Okay, here we go. These are from, what's the name of the company again? Andrew Christian. Andrew Christian. Not a, uh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Andrew Christian. But oh, he, the time whoa, has come. What am I supposed to do with these? You put your dick in the middle of that thing. <laughs> That's what you mean. Obviously. There's no question. Nothing I know what to do. do with them, and I'm not I mean, gay. you can wear it the other way around, I suppose, but that seems like a strange idea. Oh, you put them backwards, and then you got the easy access. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't. Well, it's just more like a target. I just don't know, guys. I mean, that looks, to, I, maybe I'm revealing too much, but that looks big enough for the dick and balls to go through. I get the whole uh, Is it flexible enough? Because otherwise it might be too tight. Yeah, it's Garen, weird I've never vinyl. asked you to put yourself on the line like this. Will you put them on and show us how those pants work? <laughs> we were going to be in a completely different category of show if I do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Would there ever be a bet that you guys collectively would do that the loser has to wear that? No. No? no. Okay. Just curious. No, there's not one of the four of us that are willing to be that open. Uh, we're not that desperate for laughs, Steve. We don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to do that. I'd, I'd rather be canceled. The problem is there, there wouldn't really be a payoff because we're not going to see it. It would just basically be like, yes, I'm wearing them now. And it's very uncomfortable. So like that. I, I, and we'd have to take the person's word for it, which I guess I trust you guys enough to follow through. If you, well, if you I would put it on, but yeah. I would never show it. And that, right. that so the there's question. no joy. That's in that what I mean. Bet. Yeah. You don't really get the. The, the audience doesn't get anything. Uh, that any said, Garen, put it on. Let's see how they look. <laughs> what? Uh, well, hey, Garen. Do I, all uh, the underwear say, do they all say slave? <laughs> no. And you know what? I just now noticed that that says that as oh, I held I it up. And Wait, I was like, oh, that's, show that, that again. makes a lot more sense now. Show that again. Show I didn't see that. Show those. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Steve Byrne, that's the director's eye right there. That's, <laughs> there you go. That's right. Know, able to see that sort of I don't thing. know if he saw it or if he just recognized this pair. <laughs> like, oh, well, I think it does the slave. Is that hashtag slave? No. no, no, but it does go both directions so that you can tell what it says, no matter yeah, so you're where you're going, standing, huh? I guess. Uh, <laughs> guess. Uh, Sounds horrible. And just, just curious, is it C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll like get that religion. later. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll send you the link, Steve. You don't have to panic about it right now. Just stay in the moment. Okay. Uh, Garrett, you know, I did a bunch of uh, Never Not Funny phone calls over the weekend uh, on Saturday. And uh, one of them was a gentleman named Neil from the U.K., who uh, uh, to let me know about his lifestyle said in a in a wonderful English accent, uh, and I, which I wish I could do. Uh, I'm one of Garen's lot, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought a T-shirt with the uh, using the Salem's lot yes. font that says Garen's lot would be uh, something for our wow. gay listeners to purchase. Oh man, that sounds amazing. I'm one of That's Garen's lot. I loved it. I loved. Uh, <laughs> this guy was great. I, I, all the calls on Saturday were great. Um, uh, but uh, boy, I was a fan of Garen's lot. Now, do you think that would outsell Lazy Queen? Because we've already made a shirt yeah. just for Garen. <laughs> I'm yeah. willing to do another one, but I feel like I it's... think 
I think I, do I think it outsells Lazy Queen? I don't. I think I think six people buy it, so let's not oversell it's, these. It's things. very specialized. It's for it's for it's for gay middle aged men who love horror movies and never not funny. <laughs> and like, never not funny. I mean, that, it's a really very small specific shirt. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I, I actually I disagree a little bit because I think while it has this meaning that we've established for it, uh, you could just be a fan of Garen. Well, that's and, a good point. And that's a good point. Oh, shirt. okay. Oh yeah, so it's like the uh, the dog pound in Arsenio. It's uh, exactly. It's, it's Garen's lot. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, well we're looking at it. We'll talk to Mario Desori over there at One Color Teas. And uh, what's it called now? Uh, lemon, lemon, ice lemon, face? lemon ice. Lemon ice. Teas. <laughs> lemon ice. Lemon ice. Lemon face. face. Uh, well, good for you, Garen. Congratulations on those underpants. Uh, look forward to hearing more about them. Uh, now, is this a uh, is this one of those uh, uh, clubs where you're going to get new underpants once a month now? No, no, no. It was just like this Halloween special they were doing it was like here's a secret three thing you're gonna get and they asked me who my favorite superhero was and what like queen i would dress up as or something which uh, well brian may obviously and then what's the other answer <laughs> uh, well it was batman and then i said dolly parton and nothing i got was related to either of them in any what way what are you talking about dolly parton loves those underpants <laughs> that's that whole song jolene is about those pants <laughs> <laughs> I, I must have forgotten. You, you never saw the best there's horror. A, there's horror a pair of, uh, of underwear they sell. They sell called the nine to five. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to have nine inches to five inches to, to accommodate that. Nice. Hey, guess who can't wear those? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm uh, Irish and Korean, so I, I'm definitely. Out. Oh Jesus Christ! You yeah. might be worse off than me, Stephen. That's just based on conversation. Yeah, that's why I'm a director. I have to do something so I can be I can throw my weight around. <laughs> I, I get it. You don't yeah. have to tell me. I'm in show business. I understand it. Why do you think I yell at these guys on a weekly basis? <laughs> can I ask a question about the underwear? Are yes, those of course. for like a special occasion? Like when you go to like rage on a Thursday night? Like is that when you bust those bad boys out? Like or is that, is that like you know Monday we're going to work and I'll just wear them? I have to imagine it's got to be for full summer, some, you know, festival thing that's going on. I, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would. But what ever... about Steve's idea, Garen, where you're wearing, you're just wearing them out. Uh, you're like going to Target and you got a secret, man. Nobody knows you're wearing those things. <laughs> I wonder what kind of, what kind of charge that'll give me. It would give, well, it's going to give you some charge because you're, you're going to be rubbing right up against your pants. Yeah. Nobody knows pants. there's a little, there's some peak like going that? on. We got some peakage. Yeah. You think so? You got a little peekaboo? coming through the curtains yeah uh please uh, you guys continue this conversation i have to look at the phone to see if it's a doctor please uh, okay. stand by well i have a there question go. for garen while, while jimmy answers the phone um i, I you have you, i assume you've gotten much closer with your roommates over the last six months you guys have been stuck together is there, was there any uh did you sh did you did you do give those guys a show any of those people let them see uh uh did you do a little fashion show for them with this this new uh underwear um Yes, you did. I, I did oh. show off. I did show off the other ones a little bit. Oh, did just, you wear them just, for them? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, because like, what do you think of these? These look good. And they're like, uh. <laughs> no, I don't, know the, the, I don't know what the response really was. They weren't into it. Not really. <laughs> huh. All right. And, and you can't really return underwear either, right? Like, right. if you tried them on, you, it's not like <laughs> there's a thirty day guarantee. You, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I have the. Now, I'm not trying to be down on myself or anything, but I definitely don't have the confidence to pull off a thong. I don't think anybody really I, I don't, does. I don't get yeah. it. So it's like... I, I like Honestly, the physics of it on a man, I don't even get. I, I don't I'm really weird. understand it. I don't either. I don't either. 
Let's I tried take it. a look at it. That's the best. That's the only way to solve this. Garen, <laughs> let's just take a look at it. See what your roommates got to see. Let's bring this show to a new level. Let's just because I don't. I'm with math. I don't understand the thong. Let's take a look at this thing. I've, There's going to be a lot more sales for that Garen's Lot T-shirt. <laughs> Maybe we get Garen's Lot underpants. Maybe that's where we go. Maybe that's our oh. uh, our angle. Yeah. Um, well, that's great, Garen. Uh, by the way, completely off topic. That was a. Uh, uh, robo call of some sort uh. uh last night we got a call and you know you know i always put on a horrible southern accent whenever i <laughs> uh they go uh this and i go i go this is a bad time so this is what i did last night i go this is a bad time right now we're about to have dinner my wife made us a turkey <laughs> and i don't know why that was important and then oliver in the background went pa the cat got out and i went i'm on the goddamn phone <laughs> that's awesome and that was a little scare that was a little skit that we did uh, for the person and i don't know at one but at some point she hung up i don't know how much of the little scene she enjoyed but at some point i was like hello and she was gone so uh to which danielle pointed out how does she know you're doing a bit like why did she doesn't matter why'd she give up on that yeah you're really having a turkey and the cat got out I mean, yeah, I, I guess it just means you guys really sold it. So, like, the comedy of the of the whole piece came uh, through. I'm going to tell you, we are like well, Carl and Rob Reiner, Oliver and I. We are uh, right in that wheelhouse, if only. Jesus Christ, if only. Maybe she was uh, selling a vegetarian food box. Pardon? She's like, well, these people eat turkey. Forget them. Oh, you know what? I don't know what she wanted. Yeah, That's a good point. Really it could have been a vegetarian food box. Yeah. Which, uh, Thank you for supporting just, that, Jimmy. You're welcome. We can't only, hey, Garen, we can't only shit on uh, you. Why don't you give me your uh, trivia answer, if you would, sir? Uh, all right. Wait, did, um, I, did I read the question? I read the question. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. My guess is that it's made from the juice of seven limes and lemons. Oh. Was that one of the uh, the blurbs underneath with those underpants? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how you clean them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, what uh all right so uh i guess we'll find out but that uh, boy that's a vague answer that's a i uh, i get the logic of that that seems like the kind of thing that in the olden times they would use as a marketing thing like this has seven whole lemons and limes in it as if that's oh, something yeah, you okay. want all right all right garen i accept it now that matt's explained your answer <laughs> now, now, that, now that there's uh, something to do it all right well garen we wish you a lot of luck with that and these new underpants i'm proud of you buddy it takes a <laughs> takes a lot to get out and get new underpants, and so you did it. You did it. Thank you, sir. It feels good. Uh, good for you. And it's the best time to do it, too, in a pandemic. Uh, get some new underpants, walk proudly around the apartment, and smart. Love it. Um, all right, let me check in with the, uh, the cinnamon stick. He's over in Palms, California. I saw Whoa. Elliot yesterday. I had to drop something off at his apartment. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, had a, I was also dropping something off at the Goodwill, donating something to Goodwill. And as I was pulling up, they were putting up the sign, no more donations today, come back tomorrow. And I was like, but I, I just I just pulled up, points at points at the sign, uh, and uh, no no go, no go. I missed it by fifteen seconds. Well, they, how many times are you going to drop off your merch? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Gary Cannon, with that kind of bullshit? <laughs> uh, Steve, that you know that is always I I I I always say this about that. Whenever I see my album at a thrift store or at a used record store, I'm both insulted and flattered. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that I see it somewhere. Like, hey, yeah. there's my album. Hey, wait a minute. That'd be somebody got rid of this thing. It's 50 cents. What yeah, the fuck? It's, uh, oh, boy. That's a, that's a triple. I didn't even think about what it cost. That's a triple play. There you go. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was just like, uh, oh, boy. Somebody didn't want this anymore and didn't even want to sell it. They just gave it away. 
right? Like, <laughs> hey, Ma, bring this over to the Goodwill. Some other asshole will enjoy this guy's but crowd work. they didn't work. just throw it away. Right, that's they true. They somebody else might enjoy this. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Ma, do you want to hear a guy talk to a crowd where we can't see any of the audience members? Do, do we understand any of the jokes? No? All right, I'll bring it to Goodwill. <laughs> um, Elliot, what happened over the weekend over there in Palms? Anything we need to know about behind Video Village there? Nothing. Uh, let me guarantee there's nothing you need to know. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will say this. For the first time since this crisis started, I got a full eight hours of sleep. Oh. In fact. Hey, congratulations. I'm serious. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, uh, you know, hopefully you didn't you didn't notice, but uh, I almost overslept. Oh, I did uh, not notice. I didn't yeah, I just I had I had like 20 minutes or so uh, to, to get ready. So obviously we're at home. We're not driving. It, uh, I got to throw on some clothes. I actually managed to take a shower, too. That a boy. Splash um, around. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I use the show. I use the show as like an indicator of this is a shower day. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, I woke up, I looked up, I saw my favorite number, 1111, and my, my clock, I set my clock ahead so that, so that if I do wake up and see the clock, I freak out like I'm late. Uh, but I, I was very lucky that I, that I woke up in time. Why and, do you uh, normally not get more than eight hours? Do you have kids or something? No, no, no. I just, look, all the stress of everything that's been going on, it's just been kind of, it's kind of thrown me off. And gotcha. so, so I might take a nap in the middle of the day like a cat. Um, or, you know, uh, I just only get four or five hours just because I'm, I'm worried about everything that's going to happen, even though I have zero control over any of it, which I suppose that makes it worse. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, so, but I, and I woke up and I actually, I felt like I got a good night's sleep too. Uh, hold on. I mean, you, your clock's at 11, 11 when you woke up. How far ahead does it set? Cause we start at 11. Yeah. It's about, uh, between 27 and 34 minutes. I'm, I'm never entirely sure. <laughs> That's an insane wow. amount of time to be ahead. And also, you know that it's set ahead, so yeah. why do you get freaked out by it? Because, and, and, and I'm not the only person who has this theory, when I, when I wake up and I look at the clock, in those t- five seconds, I forget that I have done that. Every so time. that wakes me up, uh-huh. and then I go, oh, okay, okay, right. <laughs> the clock is wrong. <laughs> I have time. I'm going to be fine. Oh, man. So... Yeah, I may have to start setting alarm though because uh, I think you're going to have to because if all of a sudden you're uh, Rip Van Winkle, we can't if I can take that chance. I I 100 percent <laughs> agree with that, but fortunately it all worked out. But uh, but yeah, so I that's, don't know. Uh, you don't seem like you're on your game today, to be honest with you. You seem a little sluggish. <laughs> we'll see how he does on the trivia question, then we'll know. Oh, that's oh. a great point. Yeah, I will tell you this: that on Thursday night when uh, our president tweeted out that he uh, has the COVID. Uh, I did stay up until like a crazy, uh, like three or three thirty in the morning, watching the news and 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 refreshing Twitter. Yeah. And then, and then I finally went. It's four thirty in the morning on the East Coast. Nothing's happening. Go to sleep, yeah. you dumb fuck. Yeah. Like it just was. I I stayed up too late that night too, and I don't know why. They, you know, just the cable news just regurgitates the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But I felt the need to watch it to just see if something crazy was going to happen. I guess I, I don't know. know. It, uh, I, and admittedly, when, when you know when they get Anderson Cooper to show up at two thirty in the morning East Coast time, it's like something fucking's going down. So mm, like yeah. I, you know, I, I fall for that casting. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to watch. I mean, Anderson Cooper gets the call at two in the morning. He looks at the phone. Okay, I got to get it. He gets his best Andrew Christians. He throws them on <laughs> off to the studio. You're right, You're right. Garrett. That was a joke for you. <laughs> call back. Yeah, come on, man. This guy's a director. Show him the I'll respect. You just reminded me that Trump is leaving Walter Reed today at 6.30 p.m. Oh, wait, that's uh, that, that, is, oh, is that, that breaking news? Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, he just he just tweeted it shortly, a little Does while ago. Does nobody say no to this motherfucker? He's supposed to be in a room away from other human beings because he's got a, a virus that people get. God damn it. Yeah, he. He says, don't be afraid of COVID. Oh, fuck boy. Him. Fuck him and fuck anybody that listens to him. There, I've said I, it. Please I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I'm assuming that every person who goes in there is in, you know, full hazmat and all that kind of stuff. And, he, and he's like, don't do that. I don't need you to do that. No, no, for me, it's for me, sir. It's what they require, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, but. Great. Don't be afraid. In two days they're gonna have to bring him back in a stretcher because he's a dumb fuck. Because uh, this <sighs> thing, you know, it, it five days later it hits you again you, by, based on all the reports. Uh, well, good luck to the him and the Trump family. Uh, what does it tell you, by the way, when Donald uh, Trump Jr. is saying, "Hey, my dad's acting crazy. We got to do something about this." Um, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh no, he, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's come out and he, apparently he's battling with the family. He's like, "We got to do something about dad. He's not acting right." And they're like, "He's fine." It's like, Jesus Christ, if, if Johnny Cocaine is the one with the being <laughs> and, sensible here. And after shit. all of the other things we've seen Donald Trump do, now this is when he's acting crazy. Yeah, like, the straw. That's, that's madness. He, he loves his father. And you can say anything about Donald Trump Jr. I think, I think he's proven that he loves his father. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's and, a good point. And his father is acting crazy. Like, you know, and they say on that medication that you don't, you're not thinking straight, could, yeah. which could explain God. him going on that joyride. <laughs> right. And so, like, maybe even, like, maybe that's what Junior was saying. Like, he's not supposed to be doing this. Like, what, right. you know, he, yeah. it, it is, at the end of the day, we're all assholes. But, he, like, to your point, Elliot, he is my dad, and I don't want him to die. Can we right. please give him the proper care and keep him in a room? Yeah. How, how crazy would it be if you left Walter Reed at 630? And at 645, he went right to that church and posed again with the Bible. <laughs> like, man, this guy, he's committed. It's his favorite bit. He loves doing it. <laughs> Don't be afraid of it, guys. Uh, all right. Well, I apologize for getting angry there in the middle, but uh, I think it was justified. Uh, justified is a great show with Timothy Olyphant. Um, Elliot, uh, uh, all right. Well, congratulations on that sleep. We're proud Thank of you. you. Uh, wish you a lot of luck tonight. Maybe you'll, uh, you, maybe you'll go two for two, little guy. Let's hope it happens. Thank you, sir. Um, what, uh, you got a guess here? I do. Strap in, because this is going to take a second for me to read. All right, hang on a second. Oh let let me God. give you the question again. Let me refresh sure. the question. Uh, this is, uh, the beverage company 7-Up was originally called Bib Label Litigated Lemon Lime Soda. What significance does the name 7-Up have? Or to put it another way. Why was the name changed to Seven Up instead of something else? Hint: It has something to do with the ingredients. P.S. This is still not a great question. All right. So I'm focusing on the fact that in later years, Seven Up it was crisp and clean, no caffeine. They were it's, it's clear. It's all this kind of stuff. Yep. So my answer is this: They dropped off the last seven ingredients that would normally appear in a cola, which were mostly colors. So the the beverage is the seventh ingredient up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you please say that again? I, 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 I think it was about the 40-minute mark that I, I, I lost what you were saying. I feel like I just got eight hours of good sleep. <laughs> you could Ellie, you could have just said TLDR. I'm not getting it right this week. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm, I... I think it might be true. So Can you I'm say not it again? Going to it, all, it all series is, uh, right. Elliot, I, I got a text that I thought it was from a doctor, and I oh, panicked, and sure. turns out it was uh, from... Uh, uh, the, the people that send me a, a record uh, t uh, text every day. Oh, God. Uh, well, which one were they uh, trying to offer you? 
Uh, today, uh, 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 good question. I'll tell you if you give me a, the Neville brothers, to which I immediately responded, nope. <laughs> they have a nice set of voices. I like that. Uh, I think it's fine. Okay, but not enough to not enough to. Uh, I don't need to hear two sides of that. You don't I'm need vinyl. vinyl. You don't need <laughs> Neville vinyl. Let me be Think about how warm that, that the warmth of that voice on vinyl though. Imagine it. Sure. You know what? You convinced me. Let me let me text him back. Let me change my. <laughs> you can literally hear. You can you can hear the mole on his face, Jimmy. How dare you? Did he die? Is he one of the guys that died in the last uh, little uh, while? Oh, maybe that sounds familiar. Dude, yeah. Is it Ivan Neville? Is that is that that gentleman's name? No, Aaron Neville. Who's Ivan Neville? Is that somebody? I don't know. He's an American multi instrumentalist. Ivan. Yeah. Thank you. Is he one of the brothers? Is he one of the Neville brothers? Oh, he's he's his son. Oh. Ivan he's, is Aaron's he's son. Aaron Neville's son. Yeah, of course he is. He's right in the family. Why not? They got those voices. Let's use them. What? Uh, <laughs> he's an instrumentalist. Apparently, he didn't yeah. have the voice. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I don't listen when people talk. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron just said, uh, "Son, you don't have the voice." It, sorry, you, you, you pick, not like my brothers. Pick up a violin because this isn't happening. <laughs> Uh, did Aaron die, Garen? No, Aaron is still alive. Had a boy. Oh, okay. Good to have him out there. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> all right, so please give your answer again, please, Elliot. Sure. Again, I, I, I didn't hear it. So, so basically, the idea is they took the the from the seventh ingredient up because all the other ones were the artificial colors. Oh, okay, colors. So you're kind of just saying what we all laughed about initially, which is that the answer is it's only got seven ingredients. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Because it could have 30 ingredients. It's just they dropped off the colors, which are the seven ingredients at oh, the bottom of the Oh, okay. List. So you're saying the last seven ingredients. So I, I thought, okay, got it, got it. So because it's the seventh ingredient up. So that's why it's seven up. Got it. Ah, okay. Hey, is, uh, did, uh, did, a, did a cloud just go over Steve Burns' house? What? Uh, <laughs> yes. That's, what, that's what, what Steve, Steve like. you're no longer in the light. Find your light, Steve. I, okay. <laughs> that's a little better, yeah. <laughs> there we go. You got it. Okay. Yeah, Steve, we, did you do theater as a kid, or were you, uh, like, in school? What, what were you doing? Uh, were you, I, was, I was a hockey kid, so I, I basically played on two teams pretty much all my youth. Summers, I played tennis and baseball, and that's kind of it, yeah. I, I did right. theater for, like, I, I think a summer uh but I, I liked it, and you know, it was kind of it. You? Yeah, I did some theater. Mind your business. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do hockey. Uh, I played some baseball, uh, not well. Uh, I did theater. Probably was pretty good at that. And then forgot all those skills, and then went into stand up, and then forgot how to act. That seems to be going well. Um, uh, I'm always I'm always surprised though when I, when a comic didn't do any sort of theater and stuff. Like it, it feels like. You, you know you'd want to perform and you want to get that out of your you know uh out of your system like i need to be on stage or whatever and so i'm always weirded out when a comic's like no i never did anything until i did my first open mic I'm like jesus christ what yeah that, i, I studied theater at kent state university and never got cast in one play oh so hmm. that should have been my first inkling <laughs> you know what though i disagree with you i say uh hey look i had a t i had a three seasons of a tv show assholes so uh, i win that's what i said yeah to that, uh, yeah yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when I was there, Drew Carey was the homecoming marshal of the parade, which I thought was really cool. He never even thinking, I, I never thought of stand up or anything, but I just thought, wow, how cool is that? And then he came to this bar that I worked at called Ray's and he bought everybody drinks 
he put everything on on his tab that night i you know it's fucking two-story college bar right and once he made that announcement you just saw everybody fucking bar rush the, <laughs> the the bar to to drink up so um that was like my my first kind of like celebrity i saw when i was in college was drew carey which i thought was kind of cool i think what i love about that story because you you hear those stories about him after he got the sitcom was he the sitcom was happening steve i, I don't know uh... i think it was coming to the tail end or or maybe okay, so... just ended yeah i think it was still on actually yeah so those are the stories you hear about drew carey of mm-hmm. you know drew carey showed up in vegas and bought everybody a room like he just <laughs> is you know the whole cast gets to go on a cruise and yeah he's just and seems their families like a, yeah, and their families, right? He just seems yeah. like a really great guy. Uh, I met him one time, and he was so effing drunk that I, it was the conversation was horrible. And uh, that's not a surprise. He buys whole bars drinks, so yeah. like, I'm not talking out of school. Um, but he was, uh, this was like, it was in Vegas, too, like at 3 in the morning. And yeah. we were all hammered, uh, including Drew. And I forget who I was working with who was friends with him. But he said, hey, let's go hang out with Drew. And uh, I, I did not hang out with Drew. I was at a table near Drew is how that yeah. uh, that went for me. Uh, all right. Well, Elliot, I wish you a lot of luck with that uh, with that answer. It sounds uh, convoluted and wrong. But we'll find <laughs> out together. I, I actually have a weird amount of confidence in it. So but I appreciate your perspective. <laughs> I would think from a marketing standpoint, there would market something that that would be very easy to understand and so <laughs> yeah. i would think when when we have to ask you you so, so minus the seven but seven up from there and i here's think the thing that, though yeah steve is that what jimmy can you na- can you read out the name of the company what the name of the company was before i'd be more than happy to do that uh elliot uh please stand by repeating please stand by it was hoff and pepin incorporated or something yeah it was uh <laughs> bib it was lettuce the, it was yeah i think it was bib lettuce i think you're right uh, bib lettuce and associated soda cates <laughs> soda mates uh, bib label litigated lemon lime soda so, litigated. Litigated. so while I appreciate, Steve, your perspective, I stand by <laughs> well, my answer. That, but they changed it. Yeah. They changed it. Right. They made the right They made the right choice. I like that I it's litigated. I don't know litigated. if they did. I like the idea of, uh, what if we all ordered it that way? Uh, <laughs> please, I like a bib label, litigated, uh, lime, uh, lemon, lime. I can't even say it, and I'm reading it. What were they litigating? I mean, just, was someone suing them? Maybe Someone <laughs> was getting sued at all times, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I, from what I understand, it's the Uncola, and mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, look into that further. Sure. Can I use uh, the restroom real quick? What's that? Oh, so we, we, we can take a break. Yeah, you know what? Uh, perfect timing, Steve. We're going to take a break. Uh, really? So uh, let's yeah. take a break. We'll be back with more of Steve Byrne and his dry bladder right after this. <laughs> hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Steve Byrne is on Twitter at Steve Byrne Live. That's uh, B-Y-R-N-E on the spelling of Byrne. Steve Byrne Live on Twitter and SteveByrneLive.com is his website. You can go there to find out more about the opening act. That's the movie that he wrote and directed, which is coming out October 16th on VOD and select theaters. If you have a theater near you that is open, uh, look for it there. Otherwise, check out Apple Movies or Amazon or wherever you go for VOD type product. Uh, It's got Jimmy O. Yang. It's got Alex Moffat. It's got Cedric the Entertainer and a million other stand-up comedians. So check that out on October 16th. You're going to enjoy it a lot. You can pre-order it now, actually, uh, but check it out on the 16th when it opens. Also on October 16th, Jimmy's going to be at Flappers, uh, the Zoom Room, uh, virtual Flappers at flapperscomedy.com, 7 p.m. Pacific show. If you want to check him out, he's going to tell some stories, do some crowd work in the Zoom Room there. Uh, So go get your tickets at flapperscomedy.com for his October 16th show. But more immediately, this Saturday, October 10th, 
noon to 6 p.m. Podcastathon 2020. That's on 10-10-2020. We're going to have uh, tons of great guests. We're raising money for Smile Train. Uh, you know what to do. Go to NeverNotFunny.com and you'll uh, find it uh, streaming live there on Saturday, noon Pacific to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, please donate. You can actually donate now on the site on NeverNotFunny.com. You can also bid on the auctions. Those auctions are now live. So check those out. See if there's anything you're interested in there. But uh, please do watch the show. We're going to have a lot of fun and uh, hopefully raise a lot of money for Smile Train. So check it out on Saturday, noon Pacific time. Enjoy. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this. Uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten up over at the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in the 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-meme. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah, It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where... I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here Gabba to Gabba. talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a Factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your Factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over thirty-five different meals, more than sixty add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know. Look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got uh, they they had lobster the other day. Oh my god! Oh, they got all this all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com/slash/pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson doing <laughs> Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire 
everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2707. Steve Byrne is here. He's got the new movie coming out. It's already available on demand from what I'm told to pre-order. It's called The Opening Act. You can uh, get that over there at all any of your uh, uh, services. As, uh, if you, as, as Steve said, if you're in a red state, uh, you can go to the motion picture house and see it there. Uh, wear your mask, you dumbasses. <laughs> and, uh, or yeah, I'm, I'm told that it may show up at a drive-in and, um, uh, so that's a good way to see it too. Safety of your own car. You bring your own food, have a little picnic right there in the car and enjoy yourself. Uh, I'm enjoying the, uh, as I've talked about many times, I'm enjoying the various pop-up drive-ins that we've been to over the last few months. I mean, uh, most recently, we saw that Armageddon. We saw that uh, last week as we talked about the uh, Bruce Willis um, comedy. Um, <laughs> uh, let's check in with Matt Belknap. He's keeping things uh, locked down over there at Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Byrne was just distracted by a, a plane going overhead. Steve, what was going on overhead? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> there was something about me. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, can you please <laughs> tell us what that anything. was? Uh, it, um, well, yeah, it was a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a plane. Move on with your little show, idiot. Um, now, Steve, are you outside because your family is inside? You don't want to disturb them? Or uh, is it just, is this the best internet? Uh, no, the internet's good. It just, I, I just like being outside. I, I, I just, it's a nice day out. I figured I might as yeah. well be outside with the boys, right? Yeah, right. You're hanging out with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you mentioned how old are the kids, Steve? You said I think you said this, and I, I daughter no information. is eight, son is five, eight and five, and are they're obviously home doing the uh, the Zoom school and such. Zoom school, yeah, all of it. Uh, so it's you know it, it's crazy. Just before everything went to shit, my daughter's at the age where before she was kind of blasé about everything because I do the road maybe 40 plus weeks a year and she got emotional. She said, I, I'm so tired of you leaving. I'd love for you to stay home. Can you stop doing this? And then like literally the next week I come home, COVID hits, dates are canceled. And I'm like, what fucking fountain did you throw a coin in and <laughs> disrupt the whole universe? Right. So I've been home. She got her wish. Uh, that's for sure. And it is uh, to that point, by the way, Steve, I remember when Oliver got to that right around that same age where it was like when they're really little, they don't really know any different. Yeah. And then it that little switch flick, you know, they flick the switch and it's like, hey, why aren't you here? You know, yeah. as much as other fathers seem to be. And um, uh, I said, you mind your business. You're lucky you have a roof over your head. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go out and talk about my penis for a living. You mind your business. <laughs> Right. Uh, but that is the that is the great part about uh, not that there's a great part of COVID, but the one of the upsides is yes being kind of being forced to you know stay home and and be more present and be here every day and so on and so forth. So, uh, but God, it could end. Not because I want to be away from my family and son, but uh, uh, I want to get back out there, man. Get back out in the world, and I want to go to a movie. I want to have movie theater popcorn. That's what I want to yeah. have. Can you just go? Is anybody? Is any movie theater open where I can just go buy that popcorn? Is anybody doing that? Is that something that's happening? Huh, that's uh, a good question. Like the Arclight? Is the Arclight having popcorn day? <laughs> <laughs> go and get some popcorn. I'll even know. overpay for it. I'm happy to overpay for it. Even oh. over the overpay, I'm already overpaying. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you're you're definitely going to overpay for it. But I don't know if they would bother to open just to make the popcorn for you. You know, actually, I think that one of the theaters that my family goes to back home was open for concessions and it was like drive through like drive up and pick up your popcorn for your movie night or whatever Hmm. 
So I know some are, are doing it. I don't know if anybody around here is. I don't. I would imagine. Well, let's look into that. Garen, look into that and email me later that information. And could you also send me a picture of you wearing those underpants? <laughs> so if you could please get those two things to me via email. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's check in with Matt Belknap. As I mentioned, he's over there at HQ. Matt had a nice uh, family weekend as well. I uh, went by the Belknap house. I had to drop something off. And yeah. you guys had a movie night uh, Saturday night, right? Or, uh, Saturday night, right, Matt? Well, just, just my daughter and her best friend uh, from preschool uh, got together and watched uh, something with the projector outside. And... Uh, they watched Twilight, and I can guarantee no one else was interested in that. Although, I mean, maybe Elise would have watched it with them, but uh, I certainly didn't want to, and Charlie has no interest, so. Yeah. That was a girl's night. That is a girl. Did you use the screen, the provided screen? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I right? like that. I like that screen. Um, that's that's a cool idea. We actually attached it to the, um, we have one of those pop-up uh Whatever those ten by ten umbrella things. What are those things called? Easy up. I don't know what they call them. But, oh, like a, like a, a canopy. Yeah, like it's got the four legs. You know, you see them yeah. at uh, the swap meet or whatever. Um, so we just attached it to that, and it, it was great. It was perfect size. Oh, it actually stretched. It was. It was like it was designed for that size thing. So it, was, it fit perfectly. It was great. That's great. Yeah, I got that. Uh, I connected right to the side of the garage out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice. You aim that projector at it. The kids, uh, they watched on Friday night. Oliver and his friends watched uh, Minority Report. Oh. And then at one point I uh, popped out there and uh, they weren't watching it. And uh, they all realized uh, a little too creepy. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they did not, uh, the huh. kids did not uh, care for it uh, out, yeah. uh, uh, out of doors. Um, yeah, that one's so a they, little more adult. I feel yeah. like the themes and the ideas are maybe a little... Pre-crime. Yeah, that uh, that was what uh, the consensus was uh, when they stopped watching it. Now, you know, it was fine they stopped watching because then they were able to hang out and have fun. They, right. You know, and yeah, that's what's funny about kids getting together. Like they they're not allowed to, they they can't see each other at school and 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 hang out really in normal ways. But so to get together to watch a movie, it's almost like don't you just want to talk? <laughs> like they kind of and Oliver even made that point. He's like, you know, we got to because the other time they did it, they watched. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. And Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore is that the golf one? Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, they and he's like something like that where we could talk over it and it's not going to ruin the movie mm-hmm. Mini- minority report we couldn't do that mm-hmm. uh so i think next time they're going to be watching this uh, opening act i think is what they have on the <laughs> yeah. queue, uh for next time except for that you one should do double feature heard. opening act and schindler's list like back to back <laughs> right a little back to back <laughs> like for any 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 13 year old would want to see those sure yeah. and there's nothing really happening where you can you can certainly talk over either of those movies yeah <laughs> Right. Um, that is Steve Byrne. We'll get to that. We're going to get Steve's answer in just a bit. Uh, but let's uh, check back in with the Honcho Matt Belknap. Matt, give me your answer to this crazy Seven Up question. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I immediately thought of the. I, I, my first thought was, I wish this was a question about Dr Pepper because remember they used to have that thing that it was like ten, two, and four, and that was ref- in reference to like to stay regular. You were supposed to drink it three times a day at ten a.m. 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. So that's oh, I where don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, that that was the original because originally Dr. Pepper was made with um, plums or something uh, yeah. or whatever. What, prunes, 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 maybe? yeah, prunes. That's what, yeah. Um, uh, I always thought 10, 2, and 4 is how you're supposed to drive, right? Two hands at 2 and then your cock at 4. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you got to put, put that underwear on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put on your, Thank you, Steve. You're a very kind man. <laughs> put on your sister Christians and you uh, put your cock right on the wheel there. <laughs> uh so go ahead Matt. uh so anyway my my mind was going along with the like the the fact that soda was weirdly marketed as being something healthy 
or in the early days mm-hmm. of the tw- right. early part of the 20th century. So my answer is that uh, it seven up refers to the seven vitamins and minerals contained within. Oh, that's the, I don't think that's a bad answer. Do I think it's a good one? Yes, I kind of do. <laughs> uh, nobody saw that twist coming at the end there. Uh, maybe even including me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like you had a weird moment where you couldn't you couldn't do the joke. You had to be honest. Yeah, I actually uh, I don't I don't think that's a bad uh, guess. But we'll find out together. Uh, let's but the first let's check in with the director Steve Byrne is here. I understand he also does stand up comedy. Um, <laughs> he's got the uh, movie uh, the. Uh, Opening act coming out with that Jimmy O. Yang, a fun young actor, also does stand-up comedy. Uh, and then he's got uh, the Thursday night lineup at the comedy store is the rest of the cast there. And uh, I'm guessing that maybe some real actors uh, do some extra work on this thing. So we'll find out when we watch it. Um, Steve Byrne uh, is here. Steve, do you have a guess? Well, obviously, you have a guess. What is your guess for this 7-Up question? Yeah, I had put down 25 bucks. It has seven ingredients. And then I was listening to the description, and I thought it was it was in reference to truncating uh, the title of what it was originally called. But then the, the like fifth time I heard it, there's only six yes six oh. things associated yeah. with that, and I thought, oh, geez. So I'll, I'll just stick with seven ingredients. Even right, though the description that. tells you it probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, All somebody right. had to do it, right? Well, I, you know what? That's Steve Byrne. If anybody's going to do it, it's Bernie. You know what I mean? There's no question about it. That's how Bernie, Bernie rolls. Bernie, <laughs> right. Bernie, Bernie. You guys That's are smoking it. it. I'll smoke it too. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, okay. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> uh, Steve Byrne, if he was a baseball player, that would be his nickname, Bernie, and they would all think it's interesting. You know, when Bernie was out there, Bernie was doing good through three innings, and then Bernie lost it. Yeah, but good for you. You put a Y at the end of it. Rick was uh, pitching a fucking no-no, and then Bernie talked to him and blew it in the six. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. See, that's proof that uh, Steve used to play baseball. He knows the terms. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, condolences to my fellow White Sox fans for the uh, White Sox not getting uh, out of the first round of the playoffs. Mm. Uh, it was heartbreaking. They had a lot of opportunities. Uh, do I think the manager should be fired? I'm not one of these guys, but my answer is yes, I do. I don't. Uh, I do not think this manager can get us to the next level. And I'll tell him to his face through a third party. <laughs> um, my guess, by the way, is uh, the um, and I, I didn't know how to word this, but there is there's the proper wording on this when something has a a number in it, like COVID nineteen was uh, oh, yeah. discovered in in, in 2019. Uh, I'm going to say that this formula is the seventh formula. Oh, like WD forty, like W forty, like yeah, like something like that. This is the seven Heinz fifty seven. Yes, they've landed on this. The seventh one was we we got it. Yeah, put it up. Good answer. Put it up, crisp and clean, and have some Jamaican salad for us. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, So that's what I'm going with the seventh. Yeah. Version. All right, let me read it to you. Steve Byrne is here. Garen's here. His underpants are here. Elliot. I'm just proud of us for coming up with five different answers to this question. It's, it's, well, we came up with four different. Steve just read. The, uh, Steve just guessed the, uh, the question. <laughs> he literally rephrased the hint. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, Matt, you didn't play the uh, the the the, oh, uh, the Oliver theme. Damn it! All right, here we go. Uh, this is. I don't want to. I'm just going to play this one. Okay. 
Well, as we always do, we always thank the fans that send in those things. Was that recorded under a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it sound like it's coming from like next door? It sounds yeah. muted. It's like so well done, and yet something happened in the final mix that yes. really <laughs> went south. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm going to go to the... Uh, here we go. Oliver Pardo, uh, the answer. Here's the email. The answer is... 7-Up is the atomic mass of lithium, which is the main special ingredient of 7-Up. Wow. Wait, huh. what and then Oliver, Oliver editorializes how I should handle this. Uh, he's got a suggestion. You might have to be loose with who wins because I will be amazed if someone got this exact. If it has something to do with lithium. <laughs> 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 if it has something to do with lithium on the periodic table or something, but I'll let you be the judge. Uh, I agree. If somebody had said lithium at all, they would have won. Uh, end, end of story. Ri- that that yeah. would have been ridiculous if anyone had gotten Wow. That. Um, okay. Well, there's your there's your question and your answer today. Uh, I, once again, I have oh. to know what, what's what is the uh, what was the other question? I oh, I don't. You know what? It's after one o'clock. Let me text him and and, and bring him in. Okay. I I, I mm. so because because I'm that guy now that now that the question has been answered and I can look it up. I looked it up. So, I'm reading the name, and I'm, I'm going to assume that this... Well, wait, is this handwritten by by Oliver Griffin Pardo? This is not handwritten, sir, no. It's an email. Because when I read the Wikipedia entry, it says that the original product was named the Bib Label Lithiated Lemon Lime Soda. Uh-oh, you know what? He may have gotten uh, hurt here with... Um, autocorrect. Autocorrect. Autocorrect changed it to litigated. You're right. Oh man, Elliot totally would have gotten this right if it had been lithiated. <laughs> yeah. No. Let, no, but at least it makes that that name make more sense. Well, it makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, litigated made yeah. no sense. Lithiated makes more sense. Um, and it contained but, lithium citrate, a mood stabilizing drug, until 1948. Oh my God, Jeez. I think that's what they have Trump on now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, well, listen, I still think it's. I, I disagree with them. I think that's a great question, even if uh, autocorrect screwed him over. It's tough. It's a good question. It's very, very difficult, but very good. Also, yeah. uh, uh, Elliot, my, he's a child. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> sick of your bullshit today. Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if perhaps you had misread it or something, but I see his autocorrect uh, well, is. Look, look, that's always on the table. It's always on the table. <laughs> There's a lot of precedent for that happening. Uh, yes. Hang on. Let me let me get my son. You guys uh, promote Steve's uh, movie a 15th time. I'll be right <laughs> What do you? Uh, I'll ask this question. This is a totally uh, pointless question, but just to kill time, what do you like better, Sprite or Seven Up, Steve? No. Oh. Ooh, uh, Seven Up only because I grew up with Seven Up. Oh yeah. Uh, it's what my my mom always had. She liked Seven Up, but Sprite. I, I can't tell the difference between Sprite or Seven Up as much as I can tell the difference between Sierra Mist and Seven Up. Okay. And, and, oh, and I would say definitely Seven Up is better than Sierra Mist. Or- oh yeah, Sierra I, Mist is horrible. It is. I, I don't like it at all. Yeah. Oh, I like Sierra Mist. You Ugh. do? Yeah. I can't believe Seven Up speak- or yeah, it goes Sprite, Seven Up, Sierra Mist. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Uh, all right, come closer uh, so everybody can uh, see you. Say hello, that's Steve Byrne. Yo, what's up, buddy? Uh, you remember him from not watching Sullivan and Sons? <laughs> Um, what, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, we'll get a little problem. Uh, autocorrect hurt you a little bit. Here, get in here so everybody can see. How, how did autocorrect hurt me? Here, I'll show you. Um, so, yeah, nobody got it right, by the way. Um, yeah. Steve was the closest by reading, uh, by just repeating your question. <laughs> um, so here's, see what, what happened here is you wrote, uh, here's the question. 
uh, it changed bib label lithi- lithiated, changed it to litigated. So uh, autocorrect. That, that, kind of that, yeah. But that doesn't matter. We, none of us were going to get it. The, we the reason, get none it. of us were going to get it. The it reason, was a great question. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we, we love the question. The, the reason we brought you in is because since we all got it wrong, we were curious what the other question was that you uh, oh, yeah. decided not to use. Uh, yeah. So, well, and the topic was the same, right? Drink it up? It, yeah, same topic. Um, the question was really boring. In 2013, what drink became the most popular drink in America? All right, in 2013. Ooh, 2013. No 2013. points awarded for this, but uh, let's uh, quickly mm. go around and get everybody take a guess. Garen? Fanta. Fanta. All right, uh, Elliot? Oh, crap. I, uh, I, uh, ah! Um. 2013, this became the most popular drink in the, uh, in the world? In America. In America. In America. The United States of America. Something must have happened that made something popular, hmm. but I'm just going to say it's not going to be this. RC Cola. Oh, no, it's not going to be that. In fact, I believe they went to the RC Cola company and kicked somebody right in the face because nobody cared for it anymore in 2013. <laughs> I just, I, I, know, I know it's going to be something connected to, like, a, an event of some sort. It's yeah. You know, that stands for Royal Crown, by the way. Uh, yeah, Royal Crown Cola. Right, yeah. uh, go ahead, Matt. I'm going to guess Red Bull. Yeah, Ooh, I guess I like that similar to wow. that. Steve, what's yours before I gave mine? This is going to be a horrible answer, but I'm going to say bottled water. Oh Jesus! I don't think I disagree. I think that's a great. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm gonna say Monster Drink, but I think Red Bull kind of is a more Red popular be, version yeah. of that. Uh, Elliot, please uh, listen to where Oliver will now give you the answer. <laughs> what the hell? You looked right at him and said, "Elliot, <laughs> I'm not smart." <laughs> it's not even smarts. It's just uh, there's. I, I'm worried. I'm I'm like Donald Trump Jr. I'm worried about you now. <laughs> yeah, I, we we should we should get father into a home. There's no question about that. Uh, Oliver, please tell everybody what the answer to that one is. It is bottled water. Hey, hey well done. Steve Byrne. Nice. Uh, since 1992 until 2012, it was Coke, and then for some reason it became water. Huh. Wow! All right. and Very nice. Well, I think that has a lot to do with Hollywood because Hollywood loves that bottled water, boy. They like to, <laughs> yeah. You get that? You walk into a set. You get the. You get that? You walk into an office. I don't like when they give you a glass. You want some water? Yeah, great. You're expecting a bottle to come. Here comes a glass that John used. <laughs> a glass of room temp water. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Give me a bottle. I, I know it's bad for the environment, but I don't need to. I don't need to share a glass with that guy. Certainly not with this COVID going on. I'm not taking any meetings, by the way, currently. In case I'm just curious. <laughs> hmm. uh, all right. Anyway, so, Steve, that was, we know you. Uh, that was also 25. true. That was also true before COVID, right? Yeah, but now, but now COVID is uh, giving me an excuse. So yeah. it's working out very well for me. Um, show business did me a favor with COVID and shut it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I don't have to feel guilty every day for nobody calling me for a meeting. Uh, Steve went with 25. Garen, what'd you go with? 15. 15. Uh, that's leader in the clubhouse right now. Uh, Elliot. 25. 25 ties with Steve Byrne. Garen's still leading in the clubhouse. Matt. 24. 24. Oh. Garen's got 15, but the host, Jimmy Pardo, went with 17. <laughs> oh. So Garen, so Garen wins. wins the $5 this week. Garen hey. wins the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin Money for the Oliver Griffin Pardo question. Boy, that's got a lot of sponsors. <laughs> I've won uh, three times with my bet. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yeah. Have you gotten any right? No. Attaboy. Garen is cleaning up by playing smart while Elliot and I are obsessively pursuing the season-long goal of highest score total at the end of the season. Yep. I won't lie. Uh, <laughs> Unless the category is something that I legitimately have no chance of ever knowing. Yeah. Well, you didn't have any chance of knowing this. 
Well, I know about drinks. Guy loves you don't drinks. Know anything about Seven Up? You said Royal Crown seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you don't get it. Uh, all right, listen, we're done. Steve Burns been here. I'm going to say a win, Steve. I'm going to put this down yeah. in the win column. Thank you. Well, I, look, I, I just want to say it, this was a i had a great time last time in the studio with you guys this was just as much fun if not more so thank you guys so much for having me i really appreciate it uh it's our it's a, our pleasure and uh uh i think the outdoors really fits you i mean that sincerely i think you're, <laughs> you're you. looser outside you brought it today you're not as uh, tight uh, uh, tight knit that ain't it yeah <laughs> that ain't it uh, you know you're like a you're like a nice weave <laughs> like how you turned into nipsey russell for a second you're like tight knit that ain't it <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Roses are red, violets are blue. Steve Byrne is here. What about you? <laughs> That's my Nipsey Russell. You're welcome. Uh, Steve Byrne's got the movie. It's called uh, The Opening Act. It's got a lot of great talented people in it. I recommend you go watch it. I, if, honestly, I mean this sincerely. I can't wait to see it. I am uh, yeah. going to look forward to that. I'm sure I'll get a code of some sort because I'm not dropping a fucking nickel on this thing, but I'm sure there's going to be some sort of way for me to appreciate this uh, in the privacy of my own home. I'll actually go to the drive-in. That's the truth. If, if one of the local drive-ins is showing this thing, I will... Uh, uh, I will go. And you know what? My son is. Is there a lot of drug use, Steve, in this movie? No, 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 no. I, a 13 year old could see it. I think so. Yeah. And so, and, and Oliver loves stand up. So it's going to be right up his alley. It I is. Think. It's really going to be. Uh, uh, although we started watching something that. Boy, 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 Steve, have you seen this? It's on Pluto TV right now, but it was done by Comedy Dynamics, a show okay. called Coming to the Stage. Have you seen that? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. If you want to see production values that would have looked great in 1979, this is the show for you. <laughs> wow. It is. I don't know if they shot it in the, in the break room at Comedy Dynamics, but it is wow, <laughs> really? crazy. The great, even the great George Wallace couldn't, uh, as the host of this particular episode, uh, oh, couldn't say. And he's the great boy. George Wallace is great. Uh, yeah. but, uh, anyway, we, we tried watching that. And then one guy, one guy, one fellow was getting a little too, uh, filth mouth. Uh, with his content so we yeah. had a bail on it mm. uh, Steve Byrne has been with us but before we get out of here don't forget Parkcastathon this coming Saturday from noon to 6 that is Pacific time work it out wherever you're at I know somebody on Twitter said I'm in the UK what time would it be here figure it out <laughs> just add 8 right why Why is that on the why is that on the star of the show to answer I don't know you know what I mean figure it out go to Google like I did <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is, Garen Cock. We're raising money for Smile Train, by the way, this Saturday for Parkcastathon. Please stop by. Uh, go to nevernotfunny.com. It'll uh, be embedded there, but it's also going to be over there on the YouTube. And uh, so join us for that uh, six hours of nonstop uh, conversation. I was about to say nonstop fun, but I can't promise that. <laughs> I can promise nonstop conversation. That will be happening. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, he'll be there. There's Garen Cockrell. Uh, back there, there's the cinnamon stick or some seven up thing going on in the background. That's uh, Elliot. He'll be there uh, holding down the Ford at HQ on Saturday as he is right now. That's the Hondra Matt Belknap. He'll be there. Our friend Steve Byrne will not be, but that's because he's too busy tightening up the uh, the final cut of this movie that's coming out. Uh, that's our friend Steve Byrne. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.